When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA, Ro- MMA Roasted Podcast. It is me, Adam Hunter. I am here with the Greg Wilson, hey. uh, CB Gold. Hello. And for a little bit we have Joe the Kid Perez. What's up, guys? What's up, man? What's up, guys? Uh, listen, we are on Tip a Fighter. If you like our podcast, you want us to do more podcasts per week, we can uh, do that with your help. Uh, you can just tip us, and then we can make some money, and we can uh, make it all worthwhile. So uh, we are on Tip a Fighter, tipafighter.com. Just look under Adam Hunter. You can tip us. Uh, so uh, what's going on? Uh, just, we had, it was a week off. We had a week off. Uh, uh, last week was good. After the show, the, um, I had my physical therapy, which is like, you know, it's just an hour there, two hours of physical therapy. Guys, is if, it two hours? Two hours. That's a pretty long session. Yeah, guys, if you get caught into a, uh, any kind of heel hook, just tap. Uh, <laughs> d- Wasn't yours an electric chair? Yeah, it was an electric <laughs> chair. Just tap. Don't try to be a tough guy. Uh, <sighs> because uh, while you're driving to physical therapy and driving back an hour there, hour back, and two hours there, you're like, what the fuck am I doing Listen, with my life? Let me, let me tell you something. I guarantee you, I would have I tapped before... The chair became electric. <laughs> when it was he would have gotten closer. Be like tap, 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 tap. I got to do stand up. I don't have time for this. When it was a recliner, you would have tapped. <laughs> exactly, exactly. When it was a sun chair, I would. <laughs> so yeah, so just tap. Uh, but then went to the dime bar last week, which was sold out. I mean, it was packed, packed. Uh, well, it's free. So it's not really sold out, but right. it was out. Full house, full, ha- full house. Uh, Russell Peters, standing w- room only. St- Russell Peters went on, which was, I mean, pretty damn cool. That and I, you know, what's funny about Russell is that my friend had this gig. I mean, huge paying. We're talking about a, a huge paying gig. That I like texted the Russell. I'm like, hey man, my friend wants you to do this gig. Uh, it, it's in Florida. It, it, I think it pays. Way north, they're, they're they're bringing in boys to men. They're bringing wow. in blues traveler. They're bringing in Belle Biv DeVoe. Uh, hey, can you can you, can you, do you want to do it? And he said, and he, Russell writes me back. I'll think about it when I go back on tour. But I love to do your dime bar show. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And I'm like, what kind of fucking universe? That's am I, how you I, know it's a real comedian right a, there. And I, the, the whole week, I was baffled by this. I'm like, I mean, this dude must turn down. I, he didn't even the numbers weren't discussed. But I'm thinking, what it could have been if they're bringing yes. boy, you know boys to men, right? Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, you know what, Adam? I'd rather do you a favor. You're a friend of mine. So if, if you're a friend of mine, I'll, I'll do you a favor. Then then just do. And he's like, I, he's like, I'm gonna keep coming back to the dime bar. I love this place. Thank you. So it's so crazy. Well, that's you know why you don't understand. Because that's what it's like to be rich. <laughs> this motherfucker's rich as shit. Yeah. To the point where you can be like, oh, I don't know. I made sixty five thousand last night. Do yeah. I really want to go to Florida for sixty five thousand? You know what I mean? Like, it's such a different way of thinking. But you know what? I would. No, I don't mind coming down to Hollywood and uh, doing your bar show. Yeah, for that'll free. be fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he has that luxury. Uh, I dream of this. I, I dream of it. I don't know if it'll ever. I, I don't, mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the money he probably would have been offered would have been more money than I, than I have in my account. 
you sure, know, like, like like my whole life savings yeah. for one night, and he was and he was just like, yeah. So that was that was crazy. Um, so that was uh, that. And then I, then a he probably spend more on gas getting to the dime than I have in my account. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he, so he, but he lives in Malibu. So uh, so then Wednesday, I I, I do this show. Uh, this guy Mark is like, hey man, do the show. And it's I I, I see the flyer. This. There's like seven thousand comics. Worst of my dime bar flyers. Like, that's like a light show compared to this. And then, Oof. and then this girl hits me up. Hey, I hear you're doing the show. This girl that I know. I'm like, yeah. He's like, great. So is my improv troupe. So like, this, <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's booking improv troops, right? <laughs> so I go down there. I'm on stage, and people are laughing. But people are start snapping when they're instead of, instead of laughing, I'm getting snaps. People are just snapping. Is this like, a fucking poetry reading? Yeah, basically, yeah. like people are snapping. <laughs> we're going back, huh? We're, we're, <laughs> it's coming back. So here he is, so ladies I, and gentlemen. Some, put your hands together for Adam Hunter. Yeah. So my material was doing okay, but then I'm like, are you guys all the t- twenty people in the front? I'm like, or it's not twenty, like nine people in the front. I'm like, are you guys part of the improv troupe? They're like, yeah. So then I just started, I just started doing crowd work, and that started killing because it's improv. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I improv with the improv. Uh, I will out improv you, and that is not even why I'm here. Yeah, that's exactly. So then, then, I, then I go to the. Uh, so then I go to the um, the improv, actually, the uh, the Hollywood improv, and uh, I'm like, I rush over there to get there by ten. I look over, I'm on last, right? Of course, yes. I'm on dead last. Yeah. And, and here was the lineup. Right? Probably after all the celebrities that everybody came to see. So Russell Peters was hosting, yeah. right? And then it was uh, Greg Santos, Jay Monopar, Kyle Kinane, who's a, a big comic, big name, Judd Apatow, Jeff Ross. Michael Costa, Dane Cook, Adam Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I get that same spot on that show. Yeah, right? Which is a compliment because they know that you can close it. At the same time, you're like, oh, man. Totally. At the same time, it's a total, like, I, you almost wish you weren't that good of a comedian so you could get one of those first two spots. Yes. That those guys, not to say they're not good comedians. I love Jay. Yeah. I don't know who, the, who was the other guy. I don't know. Jay Bonaparte yeah. and somebody else. I love Jay. And I, not that they're not, but I would wish they thought they... <laughs> should close right and i you know greg hey adam why don't we put them a little earlier yeah. no 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 i'll tell you who i was impressed with was judd apatow uh he actually he was funny he was yeah. he was really he he actually i mean he has notes on stage but he was very 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 funny uh well he's been doing it a lot lately a lot of the like other for comics, the last couple of years a lot of the other comics were like looking at it as like a uh like an open work session which is cool i wish i got to the point where i could use the improv again right if you're famous like that yeah then you could show and be like oh yeah you know this isn't a big this isn't a big vegas theater so i'm gonna do my notes for you wednesday night improv whereas you and i have to a, 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 a shit you can't oh, buy absolutely so by the time i get on stage half the crowd left uh however the people that like comedy stayed like you could tell like the real comedy fans were there yeah. and they were having a blast uh but then michael blackson shows up right i uh. love michael blackson and russell's like hey want to go on before adam i'm like all right uh. <laughs> <laughs> i was like, like someone asked me did someone ask me if they could go on before me Wait, so does that mean you got check spot too or no 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 well to which they actually put michael after me but uh but then it was uh it was uh, so that that was that so then and then i thursday i, I took a night off 
comedy. I went out with the fiance. Went to Universal Studios. She wanted to go on a haunted hayride. I'm like, I don't want to go on a haunted hayride. Is that the uh, Knott's Berry Farm one? I don't know what it is, but yeah. I don't want to do it. Uh, so I'm like, let's go to Universal. So she's like, okay. She's never been to Universal Studios. Solid, and, solid uh, compromise. And it's like Fright Night, right? Yeah. yeah. But but so Halloween we, Horror Nights. Super popular. So we go there, right? Yeah, Halloween and, Horror Nights. And it's like they're playing like Rob Zombie, just like loud. And she's like, oh my god, this reminds me of that concert we went to, the 80, the 80s concert I took her to. <laughs> <laughs> so people are running up into you like the, all the it's one of these mazes where everyone has like swords and chainsaws right. and, and they're running and they're getting in your face yeah. she didn't know this was going to happen she's like alright I'm over this get, get me out of here like, I'm like no no let's just go on the rides the rides will be fun she, she does these people were annoying I got to admit if you're an annoying person and you like to fuck with people get a job at, at, at Fright Night because <laughs> this is the perfect job for you I got kicked out of there in high school why? Because we went one night, and I guess they're not supposed For to For being touch an you. actual zombie. <laughs> <laughs> he was caught eating somebody's brains. And they're like, hey, this is supposed to be fake. That kid's been missing for three days. Wait, what, Sorry, you, what did what you happened? do? So I guess they're not supposed to touch you. Yeah. They're supposed to get right. as close as possible. One dude came behind me, and I don't know if they still have those, but they like slide on their knees, and the knee pads they're wearing make sparks. No, they didn't have that. Okay, so this guy comes behind me. I was with a bunch of friends. He grabs me by the leg. I don't know who the fuck it is. I turn around and slugged him in the face. I got kicked out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did you knock him out or no? No, I don't know. You, you don't know? I don't know. Oh, that, well, that was... Well, that's, you didn't knock him out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but a knockout's hard. I mean, come on. A knockout is hard. Yeah, yeah. you got to hit the button. It was funny because so we're, so we're on the escalator going down, right? And that's where we go to go on the ride, the Transformer ride. Right, 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 right. Jurassic the Park. The other section of the that, Which was yeah. what she loved. But I'm like, what's your favorite ride so far? She's like, the escalator. <laughs> she like, She's yeah. right for you. She, she's right for you. <laughs> that was good. She's got a smart mouth. That's what you need. So uh, that was fun. What's your favorite ride? The escalator. She loved the escalator. And, he, she, and he, he didn't ask her this at the park. This was later after sex. So. <laughs> and then, then I went to the Long Beach Laugh Factory Friday, which is great. You know, after doing some of these gigs, like yeah. Laugh Factory Long Beach is like you know, the greatest gig ever. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and then I, over the the weekend I went to Fresno, spent time with her and her family. We did the whole like hiking with the dog, and uh, it was really really nice. It, it was it was it was cool. It was, uh, and then yesterday I, uh, I I'm working for Bellator now. I'm uh, I'm actually writing sketches for them, and I wrote a sketch with Phil Davis. Came out really well. They're really really nice to me over there. Uh, they're very very sweet and cool. Just I'm having a great time over there, so I'm, I'm very happy about that. And then I had, after that I had to coach wrestling, to which. It's funny, man. Like, like some of these kids, are like, "Hey, coach, you know my knees hurt or something." Uh, I'm so, which, of course, I got to be like, "All right, well then, can you wrestle or not? You want to get ice?" They're always going to say yes to get ice yeah. unless they're super tough, and they're like, they're "Like, no, I'll, I'll get ice." And then, of course, live wrestling miraculously they get they're happy because then drilling they're still, they're hurt. But then it's time to go live. And all and of a sudden, they're like, "I feel pretty good. I, I can wrestle good now yeah. because the other kids are tired and they could get an advantage." But of course, this one kid came in and within three seconds of live. Fell on his head. He's he's like, all right, go back to the side <laughs> after after sitting out the whole practice. But uh, it was funny because one kid says to me, "Hey, do, uh, can you make a living being a wrestling coach?" I'm like, "Great, this is like me asking uh, the, the podcast questions to fighters." Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, oh, "No, I'm a, a uh, I'm also a uh, stand up comedian." To which I shouldn't have told him. Boy, because, uh, <laughs> what a mistake! 
because now they all tell me their jokes. So it's like 30 kids telling me, like, oh, what did the toast say to the, you know, just, just, and I have to sort of smile, or I can't be like, that's a dumb joke. Like, but, I would totally be, I'd be like, you need to stop telling jokes. <laughs> this is, this I, mean, is, I would totally just be like, not funny. But if they're funny, I'd be like, okay, funny. You can keep telling jokes. A couple of them were funny. Like, what, right. did, what did one lawyer say to the other lawyer? I'm like, what? Hi, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I actually laughed at that. It was like, it's so stupid. You can't help but luckily, it's not Twitter, so you don't. They don't have to notice that you're not retweeting. Oh yeah, I know. Right. So, Joe, uh, <laughs> you have been a huge hit on the podcast. You're I'm dating. surprised. So, right, but what's going on with your dating life? I'm surprised. All right. So last time where we left off, I was supposed to take this this wonderful woman to not scary farm, right? Right. What she happened? Was a, she was a heroin addict. Yep. No, it's no big deal. But what happened is it was the day of that we're supposed to go. And she hasn't texted me all week. I texted her. She never replied. That's right. At the last, at the last podcast, you hadn't heard from her. Yeah. And, but you, you were trusting she was going to resurface. Yeah. Remember this? She was going to leave from under the bridge, put the needle down. And go to Hollywood or whatever it is, not yeah, scary farm. Yeah, man, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, right. You guys, I gotta go to not scary farm. Just one more hit, and then I gotta go to not scary farm. So it's like five hours until I'm supposed to be at not spare or yeah, not spare. And have you farm. talked to her before that? I was texting her. I'm like, yo, we gotta go in like five hours. Are we still going? And she's like, she sent me a long text, basically saying like, yo, Joe, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to go. I had to sell my ticket. To a not scary farm, I'm like, you had to sell your ticket. Why right. would you sell your ticket and not even tell me? Wait, I th- I, I, why I th- did you give her the ticket? <laughs> no, she bought her own ticket. Oh, she bought her own ticket, and oh, then okay. she sold it. She I thought you were taking extra her money. Well, you were taking her, but she bought her own ticket. Yeah, that was safe though. That's Good kinda, call on your. That's kind of defeating the person, purpose of taking someone somewhere. They're going to buy their own ticket. She should have bought the drugs directly. <laughs> that's not a date. That's not a really, meetup. It's not really a date. It's a meetup. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. go on. So I guess that was, I had to take my little cousin. I bought him a ticket. We went and... Um, Did you have fun? Wait, yeah, a, minute, was, wait a minute. So heretofore, you were going to expose your little cousin to a heroin addict? No, no, no. I was originally going to go with her, but she sold her ticket. I didn't want to go by myself. Okay. Right. So, so you took just, his cousin instead. Okay, now it makes sense. Now what happened with you? going to be like, I want you to see <laughs> what could happen if you don't finish. Now what happened school? with the Asian girl with the really hairy vagina? All that ended immediately after I finished... Jacking off to her pictures because you know after you after you come you're like your mentality of like what you think is sexy like completely changes yeah, right your senses come back to yeah, you and like, you're what like, was oh. I doing yeah so what what were you what, did, did you like this girl or who which one the Asian girl with the really absolutely ha- not uh, but you're still jacking off to her pictures of course so heroin girls <laughs> sold the sold the ticket and that's it that's the last you heard from her that's the last I ever heard from her. All right, and then what about the girl in your class? That- yeah, I was telling you before we started the podcast that I'm I'm done with Tinder. Really? I'm, I mean, I still use it. I but- hear this. A lot. <laughs> so you're not really done if you still use it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't take it. I'm done with. T- I mean, I use it, but <laughs> because I'm not- everyone, every person I match with is a vegan. Yep. Right or a heroin addict or a heroin addict or some fucked up. I yeah. believe it was a vegan heroin addict. Yeah, yeah. I which think is the worst combo. The chapstick remark. I, don't, I think vegans might be attracted to chapstick. That did might you, wait, be did it. you change your profile? Well, maybe that's because you have <laughs> pictures of you with scars, and all your your whole profile just says, I like chapstick. Yeah, so, so I have a Jason mask on. And you have a Jason mask on. So I never have any luck what? with Tinder. You have a Jason... Wait a no, minute! No, 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 no. This is not... Wait, I don't have a Jason wait, mask. Wait. You, have a, you have a hockey... A Jason mask on? Actually, no, I don't have a Jason right, mask. What do you have? What, what do you have? What kind of picture do you have? I had me dressed up in my Halloween costume. What was your Halloween costume? <laughs> I dressed up as Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Right. 
was a TV show. Yep. And, um, a nice strong reference. Everyone's going to get that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, nice Canadian hit. I have a picture of me after my surgery with a bunch of bandages, bloody bandages on my face. Right. From my now, nasal surgery. Hot. Now, do you maybe think that's why you were matching up with these, these girls that you didn't like? <laughs> maybe if you just put a regular picture of you, you'd be okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not, a, I'm not some kind of love guru. I don't know this stuff, right? right. So I just put <laughs> it out there and see what think? comes my way. You want to put your best <laughs> foot forward. <laughs> and obviously, your bandaged up fucking face picture... <laughs> It's like, are you? Oh, is it one of those things where you ought to say, "Hey, ladies, this is the worst it could get." Yeah. <laughs> so so if you can love me at my worst, you deserve me at my not my worst. Well, pretty much. But listen, this is where I'm at now. I gave up on Tinder and right. Bumble. <laughs> I still use. But I still use. Listen, no, but listen. Right. So casually. Yeah. My whole goal now is to find a girl in person and meet them in person without <laughs> online and all that bullshit. But okay. I did. So I met a girl in class. What, okay. So I met a girl in class. Wait, what happened to the high school chick that was four foot three? Oh, yeah. I stopped talking to her. Oh, that's good. Okay, go on. So let's focus on this. So I met a girl in class. She doesn't really speak English, though. Perfect. <laughs> She's from Argentina. Argentina. She doesn't really speak English. She barely speaks English, which is enough. She's from Argentina? Yeah. You don't speak English either. All right, go on. <laughs> She's 28 years old. And, um, you know, she says she's seeing somebody already, right? But she's not. She's not her boyfriend. What does that mean? If you're seeing somebody, and that means that she's, she's not going to go out guy. with you. She's not gonna, oh. that. Could be fuck, <laughs> either fucking a black guy, like Greg said, or she's seeing someone. It's not going to work. But how can you see somebody if they're not your boyfriend? You just go on dates with them. And yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of loose. The other person isn't isn't into her, but is using. Have you asked sex. this girl out? Yeah, we're supposed to go to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Nice. Yes. Well, all right. So, and she said yes. Yes, and she, but she doesn't know what it is. I keep telling her. It's like, oh, you know, no. it's just, oh, no. you know, you just go there and people are just, it's like a Halloween celebration. She's like, okay, we'll go to there. People are going to chase her with chainsaws. I was going to say, <laughs> you might want to tell her because, you know, Adam's girl didn't like it. <laughs> she she's may, from this country. Yeah, so she may, yeah, she'd be like, what's that wrong with America? <laughs> she's going to move people back People chase you with chainsaw with no chain. <laughs> Men make spark with knees. <laughs> I don't like that. I want to go back to Argentina. <laughs> I want to go back to Argentina where people scare you with lupus <laughs> and, and, and unclean water Zika virus. And, and old plantains. This is crazy American styles. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're it. waiting for Eves Edwards. He's now a half hour late. Uh, so I don't know where he is. Uh, so wait, so now she said that she'd go with you though. Yes. That's great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now, are you going to try to make a move on her? Or? Oh, hell yeah. That's why you take them to Halloween Horror Nights, because they get scared and grab up onto you. <laughs> right? <laughs> if the movies and television are to be trusted, yes. Or you could just grab her pussy, like Trump says. <laughs> and, uh... But do you think it's weird that she's almost 10 years older than me? No, man. Dude, not at all. Uh, I mean, she's probably about 30 years more mature than you. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so, but I, I think it's good. I think that you should, she seems more normal than the other three that you yeah. dated. Yeah. I mean, well, at least we're on the right track. She's not on heroin. She doesn't have a giant hairy pussy and she's not 14. But she's a nanny for like these Korean kids. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Cause she, she like did some program where they, they bring you from a foreign country and you're like have host parents. Right. Right. So she's a nanny to the, these little Korean What was your kids. pickup line with her? I mean, I haven't really talked to her yet. All I said was... <laughs> I'm guessing the guy she's seeing that's not her boyfriend is the father 
of the children. <laughs> yeah. What was your wait? You haven't talked to her yet. I haven't really had no pickup lines. I just talked to her and said like we studied a little bit for a test, and I said, "Hey, you want to go with me to Halloween Horror Nights?" And she's like, oh, "Okay, what what is that?" And I said, "You know, it's just Universal Studios." She's like, "Oh, I want to go to Universal Studios." So yeah, this to is gonna go. go really well. Uh, uh, Greg, how you doing? What's going on Good, with you, man? What's new? It was a good weekend. I, went, I had poker night on Friday night, and yes. I won that shit. Right. Of course, you know how smart I am. I, uh, I had brought, I brought coke in case I needed it. Because sometimes you get, you know, the games go late into the night, and I get drunk pretty early. So sometimes I need a couple, you know. But you, but you don't think the coke might affect your judgment? Oh, that, of course it does. That's, the, that's where <laughs> I'm getting at. Okay, go on. Because here's what happened. <laughs> I win... The whole thing, yep. right? Don't do the Coke. Didn't need the Coke. Won the whole thing. It's still fairly early. It's like midnight, 1230, something like that. Yeah. So I decided, you know what? Now be a good time to do a little Coke. So do a little Coke. Now it affects my judgment. And I'm like, hey, I just want all this money. I should go to a strip club and spend it. No. Yes. Wait, how much money did you win? It was only like 160 bucks. So it's a strip club by yourself? Yes. What's your club? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was Deja Vu. You drove? You had no, been... no, no. I took an Uber. Ooh, okay, that's good. Yes. Nice. And then what happened at the strip club? I spent all the money. On lap dances? Totally. One uh, after the other. Oh, man. I, went, I was fucking going bonkers. Yeah. I was doing blow and getting lap dances. And like, what about, and your fiance doesn't get mad? <laughs> I didn't tell her. Uh, I my... just told her, hey, I won the poker game. My fiance still helped. <laughs> so I blew all the cash at the strip club, and then it was like, and, and like when I looked at my wallet and I had twenty dollars left, I thought, "What am I doing?" Now some strip clubs in LA, like I I, 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 I've heard, and I, I I know guys that have like finger banged the chicks or like. Well, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm not going to do yeah. anything gross. I mean, I'm just going to get lap dances. But there were times when I, I mean, I mean, I probably could have eaten some of these girls out, but I'm not taking that bait. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, look, I, I, I know they're... Uh, and they were even trying to get me to be like, you know, for 100 bucks, you could go up to this other room. I'm like, no thanks, I'll just stay, you know, I'm good with the lap dances, this is fine. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. over the clothes. Although, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Although when you're fucked up, sometimes that, those, those seem like good ideas at the time. You know, guys that... I, 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 for I, you, maybe. No, not I me. Was, I was able... The cocaine got me there, but it also was No, like, not me. That's why, that's why I don't, get, fu- that's why I, I don't get fucked up at all. I never really get fucked up, because I'm not... The, the only times I've gotten to fights... Well, aside from the elevator fight and the, the comic attacking me uh, fight, was like when I was drunk. Yeah. You know, drunk at a bar, some guy's being an asshole. So you're like, I'm going to, all of a sudden, you become Captain America. I'm going to end this fucking guy. And then it's just a, it's a bad thing. So, uh, yeah, that's why I don't, I don't really drink anymore. I remember, I remember being in uh, Modesto doing a comedy show. And uh, I was, I got, I just killed, I was, people were buying me shots when I was on stage. Yeah. And then there was a bachelorette party. And, oh, it, yeah. and, and they were like, hey, come in the bathroom with us. And then I was like, okay. So I started like, making out with a girl in the girl's bathroom. And then the, I, I, there were other girls there. And then I leave, and the girls told the bouncer, oh, this guy's in the, fucking male ba- in the female bathroom. Not knowing that I was like, pulled in there, I think. And, and then, uh, and then <laughs> I was pretty drunk. And then this bouncer's like, hey, you weren't allowed. And I'm like, oh, this, this guy wants to wrestle. So I just hip-tossed the fucking bouncer. Next thing on being carried out by like seven bouncers. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean that was ten years ago, but <laughs> they had me in Seattle. I was doing. My, I got kicked out of my own shows in Seattle because this girl dragged. 
me into the in the women's room, yeah. uh, you know, to do blow, and then you know, uh, who knows what else? But that was New the, Year's last, yeah, last no, year. No, it wasn't New Year's. No, oh, this yeah. is forever ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was, and and the radio people were there and everything, and then the radio people see me getting carried out of the club. They're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I got caught doing blow in the ladies' bathroom." Because <laughs> oh, no. like Ryder's were going doing the Ryder, she's bringing the coke up to my nose. Like someone opens the door, and the manager was like, "Right in the line of sight." And sees me do, and I'm like, hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was it for that one. And CB, what's going on with you? I'll make this short and sweet. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. I call. Nothing, I, now, I nothing called, he can tell us. Now I called you last night to talk, uh, which I do sometimes. I CB, this fight news or whatever. I want to talk to CB, and you're like, I'm like, hey, how's it going, man? It was, it was Monday night at eleven o'clock. And you're like, oh, man, I'm doing all right. There's a new WWE game I'm just testing out. And you were very excited about this video game. Well, I picked it up last night. Um, GameStop releases certain games at midnight, and that's one of the titles that I get every year. Yeah. Plus, I had to get it because I'm seeing my nephews today and tomorrow, and they have requirements. What are their requirements? If the new WWE game comes out, you need to have it on Tuesday because that's when I usually see them is on Tuesday nights. Uh, but they're getting a sleepover at Nana and Papa's house tonight. Now, how good are, are you? Really, now, you play a lot of video games. I know people can win money playing video games, and they can become ranked. Are you actually any, anywhere close? Not now. No, I don't, I don't. In all honesty, I don't play as much as I used to. I used to play a lot, like, fresh, like high school, even before that, and fresh out of high school, a lot of time playing games. But now it's just, it's just fun here and there. At any point, were you ever ranked in a video game? Yes. What were you ranking? WWE's video game. Which in, one? Back in uh, WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2007. What were you ranked? Uh, number one in the world on no, Xbox. You, come on. Yeah. You were number one in the Online. world? Online, yeah. Wouldn't you have been, would have been sponsored or something? No. I wasn't really looking down that avenue. And, uh, was per- this before or after your professional fight career? <laughs> the... <laughs> You were ranked number one in the world? Yeah, but like the, the professional gaming leagues that yeah. are out there are mostly like Call of Duty, Battlefield, stuff like that, or like racing games. WWE, or, you can't win any money? I, I don't know. I've never pursued that type of thing. I, I don't care. I've never been number one in the world in anything. I don't Maybe I don't MMA like, jokes. Maybe. <laughs> maybe mixed martial arts jokes. But yeah, man, it's pretty good to be number one in the world. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, man. but you have to understand it's not going to help my case right now, but... I dedicated up to like sixteen to eighteen hours a day playing it. So like I didn't. Really that is dedication. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your grandfather came to this country. <laughs> worked just he had nothing. Paid five dollars in his trousers that, pocket. That's absolutely not true. And he had nothing, and and he worked his fingers to the bone. He was a veteran to a build veteran? a business. Yeah. Yes, he fought for our country. He, fight. he oh. never fought for this country, <laughs> but he worked hard. In some kind of linens business or something, draperies, but and, and until the just working his ash the bones that you, his grandson, his son's son, no, his daughter's whatever, son. <laughs> it's a can, big difference. can dedicate sixteen to eighteen hours a day to WWE video games. I. I Listen, if anyone thinks that America isn't great, you are <laughs> fucking crazy. All right, so let's talk and, about and, the... F- and by the way, real quick, I loved that somebody tweeted me the other day who I blocked, <laughs> but they said that my dog is more... What was the word? 
My dog gives more to society than I do. Well, why'd you block that person? Oh, that's right. I, saw, I think I retweeted that one. Yeah, I don't think you no, did. No, I didn't. Wait, I you got mad you because did. of that comment? No, because I said, and why is that? And, and he goes, she's a therapy dog and you don't do shit or whatever. But I also went to his profile because I'm like, let it go, whatever. And then I went on to his uh, account. And he's making anti-Semitic jokes, and, like, uh, t- and he, uh, and he made a tweet point. to Ariel Helwani saying, "Oh, the the a Jew claiming themselves as a victim, classic." And oh, I was like, "Yeah, that, bye. Yeah. Like you're you're getting blocked. I'm not even continuing this conversation." But did you guys see? I have a new snack. Provided by yes. my Golden Pawn Shop. Nice. That's right. It's the Golden Gold Fiber One Bar. <laughs> I'm so happy right now. Somebody found this and then tweeted No, I saw he a commercial for it. Oh, you actually found it? I'm a little. Selling it at CB's wait, wait, you're making your own shop. memes now? You're making your own yeah, memes? I didn't make a meme. I just sent it out and said, look, it said Golden Gold and it showed the box and it totally. says Fiber One. Yeah. And also, I'm a little frustrated right now. Why? Because. There is a pawn shop on Reseda whose commercial is run and advertised by a dog. I'm like, this is bullshit. They took my whole marketing ploy. Yeah, that's CB Gold's golden golden pawn shop and in musical instruments. So Eves Edwards, who was supposed to be on the show today, he just apologized. He misinterpreted. He can't make it. And then Panny Kanzad, who was our guest... Uh, she canceled too, uh, but we do have Paul Bradley. So get ready for the least tippable episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we go back to one of our old and discuss the debate or discuss? We're going to do that. We're going to talk uh, about the debate. Uh, but right now, let's talk about fights, and then we'll yep. get it. We won't get into the whole Trump debate uh, versus Hillary. I didn't watch it, so I have nothing to say. Uh, awesome. That's uh, how I feel about the fights. <laughs> uh, now the fights: uh, Bisping versus Hendo. You watch him? I watched some of them. I watched the prelims, and then I watched the Bisping Hendo fight. Okay. My thoughts on that. I was rooting for Bisbing. Uh, Bisbing's a buddy of mine. He's always commenting on my Facebook. Uh, he's a nice guy. He gets back to me ASAP. He always says positive things. Really cool guy to, to me. Uh, so I was, I'm, I was biased in that. And I, and I picked Bisbing to win. Um, I was like, you know what? I just don't think he's going to get caught. He's not going to be dumb enough to get caught by that right hand. And... Uh, Fuck, was I wrong? Um, <laughs> I mean, he he got he got slaughtered in the first. You know what? And he barely survived the first. If that yeah. had been, if that flurry had happened, maybe ten seconds sooner, that fight's over in the first. Yeah, I, know, I and, agree. And you know what? You know, it's one of the things they say: speed's the first thing to go. Uh, which, if you watch me wrestle now, you could understand that. Um, and power is the power is the last. It thing only to took twenty six years. Power is the last thing to go. Uh, yeah. So, which is why a guy even like Tyson would still be dangerous in a boxing ring. Power is the last thing to go. But who do I think won? All right, round one, I, you got to give to Hendo. You could even you could even say it was a ten eight round, but they don't really give them any ten eight rounds in MMA, so I can understand why they wouldn't. But if I was a judge, I would have given it a ten eight round. Uh, round two. I would have given to Hendo as well. Although you could argue Bisping won round two. He landed more. He won the first half of the round, lost the last minute. What, uh, what, what round were people like tweeting that could have been a 10 8? I don't that think, was I think it was, that was, was round one. That was round one. That was one. Really beat I up think so. That was one. me round two, and I'm like, no. That's, yeah. no. Even Dana said it was round one. Round three, you got to give it to Bisping. Round four, Bisping. And round five was pretty even, although you, Hendo's takedown at the end. Arguably won the round, so yeah, I think in a perfect world, Hendo wins. At the same time, it wasn't the biggest robbery I've ever seen, and I can understand Bisping getting the win if you give him round five, or if you give him round two. 
uh, and or it being a draw. If you say the fifth round was a draw, and you, and then you go two two, and you, without giving him the ten nine. So yeah, I think that it, I, I you know I, I I am being a little bit more biased because I do like Bisbing. So that is noted. That is noted. I, I think in a perfect world, Hendo wins, but it wasn't the worst robbery I've, I've seen. Not even in this year. Not even in the past. You know, there are way closer fights. Uh, and it wasn't this people, oh, he got robbed, he got robbed, he no, got robbed. Hendo no. seemed to gas in the third round. Yeah. And at that point, it became much, it became much more Bisping's fight. I yeah. mean, he, I, and, and he didn't even keep throwing the big right yeah. going after the third round on until the very end of the fifth. Uh, which was, to me, when he walked in, I, I'm sorry, were you done? No, it's not, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just realized I was starting. To me, first of all, it looked like Henderson. I mean, he didn't look in his physical. He's 46 years right. old. I mean, yeah, he yeah. just didn't look like very fit. So when he gassed in the third round, I wasn't surprised. And I thought that was the whole thing. He just, because he had that right hand cocked all the time, but would not throw it. Would not fucking throw it. Maybe once or twice. I loved in the first, I loved uh, Bisping's strategy in the first round, though, to try and block it with his neck. Great <laughs> strategy. No, I mean, look, Bisping looked look. look Good. I mean, it, you know, the whole thing was Bisbing. Uh, I mean, he did fight the number fourteen guy. It wasn't like he beat. The, I mean, but at the same time, Hendo on any night could beat any one of these guys if he lands that right hand. And you got to give Bisbing a ton of credit because most guys would have been out if you're yeah. getting caught by right hand and right hand and right hand. And uh, yeah, so you look. I'm happy Bisbing won. I'm happy he got the win. I like Bisbing. He has his work cut out for him because. You know, Chris Weidman versus Romero. I don't know who wins that fight. Hopefully, Chris wins that fight. I think Romero is a little old at this point. Got a, little, a lot of a late start, you know, being from Cuba and that whole thing. But uh, Jacare versus Rockhold. Rockhold's the guy that really fucked up in this situation because he got cocky against Bisbing. He, he acted like Bisbing shouldn't have been there. And you can't do that in any fight. And now he has to fight Jacare in Australia. And I got to think that the Australians will be behind Jacare, I think, right? I mean, I don't know. Who knows? It's not like he has this, like, home field advantage. It's a coin flip. It's a coin flip. But, man, I mean, he has to now go through Jacare, which I think is... Yeah, but that's a rematch. It's a rematch, It was an incredibly close first fight. But that wasn't the same Jacare it's fighting right now. Oh, hell no. No, the stand-up is way better. The submissions, I don't know how I'm saying this, but they've gotten better. Yeah. Well, um, Jiu-Jitsu, you're going to get better. Yeah, but I mean, even even back in the Strikeforce days, which was like five, six years ago He has the hardest road, I think, Rockhold, to getting through Jacare. uh, Yeah. He he could win, though. And his girlfriend, Demi Lovato, by the way, uh, it was just noted that she wants to now get into MMA. Uh, she's training at like Jake providing a soundtrack for the walkout. <laughs> <laughs> she's training at Jake Glazier's gym. Oh, is, is she the first fight for Greg Hardy? In terms of Bisping Hendo, <clears throat> I thought Hendo won. I'm not like it's like you said. It's not. Oh my God! It's the biggest robbery ever. No, it calls into th- into theory one thing: the invisible point for the champion. If you're gonna win the title from a champion by decision, it cannot be like. 4847 or anything that cl- it has to be you have to beat him up for th- like badly for at least 3 rounds to where it's a definitive guarantee and in terms of the after uh the post fight I thought Bisping's call out was 
funny. Yeah. But like, dude, Weidman, I've won three fights since you lost the last one. Romero, you just got busted for steroids. Rockhold, I knocked you out in under three minutes. And I didn't hear what he said about Jacare at the yeah. end of it. It was tough to hear with the crowd and everything. But yes, this could be, it's almost like a four-man quick tournament. Or it's like back at UFC on Fox 4. Where it was Machida, Bader, Vera, and Shogun, and Dana said whoever has the most impressive victory is getting the next shot. Yeah, that's what so it I seems think like that's right what now. it's going to be. Yeah, I just think the whole thing. You know, it's another one of those. I think that the UFC has allowed its product to get too watered down. I didn't think this was a pay per view event. I thought this was a glorified UFC fight night. I thought the same, same thing about Stipe Miocic. I think maybe you put the two together, and maybe it becomes a co-main event, and it's worth paying for. But it, these, these aren't pay-per-views. I think this was a, a live gate event kind of thing where they're like, you know what? They sold out this in one minute, and they made all their money in ticket sales as far as like in England. Because Bisbing's on the card, yeah. they put a bunch of you know the Brad right, Pickett, the, the, I mean, the Jimmy Mano was. Uh, I understand what you're saying. Uh, this isn't worth then, paying sixty dollars to see. No, no uh, but at the same time, you know, look at how good, look how stacked two hundred five is. That's what I'm saying. That's a pay per view event. But that's and, like the you know, best pay per view ever. But UFC, I mean, traditionally for a long time before it got bought by Fox and they started just spreading it the fuck out over everything. Uh, it was, you know, everyone had big names, and you wanted to pay to fucking see the shit. And it, was like, and it wasn't even maybe once a month, if that. Like maybe not, not only that, but but not, I mean, now to, it's like every two weeks. And to, most to, these- for your to agree with your point, uh, which I rarely do, I understand. You, <laughs> but, but you had the champion fighting the number fourteen guy in the division, and and, and that just says fuck you to rankings. I mean, yeah. as much as Hendo's awesome, and you could argue Hendo won, so he deserved to be there. Their own rankings, by the way. He didn't really deserve to be there. Right. Uh, and and, and what, you're setting up a bad precedent. And that's why you have Tyron Woodley saying, oh, I want to fight Nick Diaz. Oh, I, I want to fight GSP. Right. Uh, well, those guys aren't even allowed to fight right now. But that's why you're, you're, but you're going to get that when you allow the number one guy to fight the number 14 guy because he beat him 100 UFC goes. Yeah. And, and that's not... And they need something to try and make it somehow pay-per-view sexy. To be that, that that's, that's not kosher. I mean, that's not yeah. kosher. However, however, it was a good card. It, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Manoa impressed me the most out of anybody on this card. There's sure, but who the fuck is Jimmy Manoa? Oh, no, but here, so here, here's one you, thing that, that most people don't think about. Um, when they do the pay-per-views, if it's a numbered pay-per-view, they air it in the U.S. at their normal 7 o'clock time. Well, a lot of times when they do the fight nights, whether it's Fight Pass, Fox, whatever it is, they'll do it on country time where they're at. So if they're in Germany or they're in England, it would be you know 9 a.m. for us or 12 p.m. start time. Um, the pay-per-views, because they want to cater it to the U.S. audience, was at 7. And they kept saying, you know, when Bisping Hendo ended, it was like 6 a.m. In, in England. And they're just sitting there watching it, and they've been watching it from 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. But we get the luxury of getting that time. So it was something where it was kind of necessary to do that, because then they can air it on our time, and they'd get more viewers. Yeah, but that's not really what, what, what he's saying, though. No, I, mean, I know. I'm just it, adding to it that a lot of people... The not, only not one that this, I thought was worth paying for was that sweet, sweet Struve. <laughs> yeah. Fuck I was, yeah. I'm happy with Stefan won. Sweet Struve night. I thought that was I thought I that won was the a poker horrible matchup. Stefan looked great. Yeah, but Stefan Struve was one of those guys that 
you never know what Struve's going to show up lately. And yeah. uh, but you know what, Lonchuk was out, out of place. He was out. He was out class. Sure. But it was. But he was still like number eleven versus number fourteen or something. It wasn't the yeah, rankings. We were, watched his last fight sitting over there, yeah, and he wasn't ready for Stefan Struve. Magomedov would have been a good matchup, but unfortunately, you know. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who also impressed me was Mike Perry. Uh, this dude, Mike Perry, is a fucking beast. He was on the prelims. He's now 9-0. and He fought a guy that he was the underdog against in uh, Daniel Roberts. Yeah, hot, and, cho- hot chocolate got iced. <laughs> uh, holy shit, man. Mike Perry is also, he's making a little noise. But if Mike Perry was fighting the way he does, and he was from England, Ireland, or uh, somewhere else, you would hear a lot more about him because this dude's exciting. He's crazy. He's loud. He is yeah. crazy. But he's just uh, you don't hear much about him because he's American, and we're just we're, we're you know we're just so spoiled with so many stars that we don't really you know it's like anything else. Like I was saying, you know, Conor McGregor comes to fights in Vegas. The whole fucking Ireland shows all up. All Ireland shows up. Yeah, I, you I, you can't tell me one U.S. athlete if they went to Ireland. Except for their family, which show, would well, go there. No one would go. Of course not. We're Americans. You come here. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's fucking, and I think Mike Perry is sort of like, I mean, he should keep doing what he's doing, though, because the dude is a, is a beast, although he's got to work on his defense a little bit. He was getting tagged a lot. But, man. I thought that was candidate for one of the fights of the night. It was. It was amazing. It, it should have. And I was happy for Mursad Bektik as well, uh, who's a buddy of mine. He came to my show. He looked great as well. Uh, Bektik is a beast. Um, he fought um, Russell Doan. Russell Doan and uh, Mursad is, uh, you know, another guy under the radar. I think he's he's a, got a huge future. He's over at American Top Team, and uh, and he had three opponent, three different opponents before it actually was set. Yeah, he looked great. He looked great. Now uh, in. MMA news: Greg Hardy, who the football player for the Cowboys. I know you're right, right. So now, well, mostly with the Carolina Panthers. With Panthers, he played like four games with the Cowboys and he stunk. Did he really? Yeah. Well, anyway, didn't he get some kind of domestic violence thing against him? Yes. So now he's going into MMA, and he's like unapologetic about it. like he wasn't. Good. He didn't handle it well at all, and. Uh, you know, the Cowboys paid for it. You know, they gave him money. He never came on the field. Then when he did, he stunk. And he took a, it was a big disaster for the Cowboys last season. Well, now he's going into mixed martial arts. Okay. Uh, I don't know if he's training at all, where he's training. but well, he's, he's a big motherfucker. He's very confident. Uh, is, he, is he strong? Is oh, he yeah. A- oh, listen. He is a beast. But we've seen this before. Does, strength doesn't matter without skill. And this isn't a skill that you just learn overnight. I think Bellator should match him up with that, that wrestler. That he's 6'5", 280, according to... I'll tell, tell you who's going to enjoy his premier fight the most. CM Punk. That girl that he hit <laughs> in Charlotte. <laughs> Watching him get beat the fuck up, because that's what's going to happen. That's what happens every time one of these guys tries to shit. It, it, so watching him get beat up is going to be, I'm sure, tremendous joy well, to that poor gal well, in I'm, Charlotte. If I'm Bellator, they're signing that wrestler. What's his name? That, that heavyweight guy, the wrestler. The, oh, that they're thinking about signing Ryback? Yeah, have Ryback versus Greg Hardy. Well, wouldn't you watch that? I mean... I'm not paying for it. No, but with Bellator is free. Bellator oh, anyway. Pay- yeah. oh, Sean Bellator, Merriman yeah. says he wants to fight now, too. Sean Merriman wants to fight in Bellator. Yeah, well. so do Merriman versus Merriman Greg Hardy. You think Merriman... Why? 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 Better why? temperament. Yeah. Yeah. Hardy's going to lose his temper, and that's what's going to cost him. Merriman can keep his head together. <laughs> uh, but is Merriman still training? Is he still in shape? Or? I would imagine he probably is. I mean, the guy was I in saw unbelievable shape. He was shape. at Bellator with us. Didn't he play until, like, right? last he's, year? He's I mean, dude. the guy's 
The guy's a monster. Was the guy's a, a beast. Was he? Wasn't he a charge? Was he a charger? He's a charger. Didn't he date Tila Tequila and he was like accused of beating Who her up? Who didn't something? beat up Tila Tequila? <laughs> I, I, I was in a room with her for five minutes and I wanted to beat the shit out of her. Well, he spent a lot I'm of kidding. Time. I'm just joking. That's a joke. That's I was going to say because you spent a lot of time with Paris Hilton, so yeah. if you wanted to punch Tila Tequila and leave Paris alone. Then. I, I think this should be Herschel Walker. He, he's he's four no, no more. No more Herschel. But you don't, who wins? No, Herschel Walker or Greg Hardy? It's been too long. Herschel Walker. I don't know anything about Greg Hardy. Herschel Walker fought? He's 280. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, he had two he, fights in strike, uh, strike Force, and yeah. he won. He was pretty good, actually. The I mean, guy, the guy who never lost his conditioning. That's one guy that so never quit have, conditioning. Why don't you have a Walker, Merriman, and Hardy in like a three-man <laughs> NFL? What, what about and you throw in one guy gets a mace. And one guy gets a sword. It's a medieval time. And one guy, exactly. And they just fucking chop at the same time, you have a little tournament. And, we'll then, you release, and then you release a couple little people and a lion. If you need one little person, call you Joe for his that? girlfriend. We're fucking from the... I, are, are you kidding? Now that I would fucking pay for. <laughs> That's a pay-per-view event. Someone's going to get eaten by a lion? Someone's going to use a little person as a project, you know, as a shield? Yes, that I will pay for. But I'm not paying for this fucking middling, you know, champion versus 14 old man shit anymore. So who wins? Greg Hardy, Herschel Walker, or uh, Merriman? My money's on Merriman. Really? Probably Herschel Walker because he's been training. But he's 60. He's been training. Right. He's he's decent takedowns. He's he won both his fights and I think he has By a the good way, all shot. three of them are in better shape than all three of us. Just, <laughs> just and, to and, be clear. Know, and Ryback getting signed, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like I was like CM so Punk Ryback, was, no, Ryback, but isn't Ryback was he's a big guy though, right? He's a huge. Yeah. He's, but he but he has no experience in MMA. He has I no. Yeah. No. He was, so. a, he was a wrestler, and he got kicked out because he got mad at fucking Vince and then wouldn't come to work. Okay. Hmm. All right. Let's think about wrestling. You don't know if it's part of the storyline or if this is actually... No, like, there's, there's actual shit yeah. that goes on backstage that there's ways to find out, and trust me, I so, study. All right. Let's get off some controversial things. Talk about the uh, debates. Uh, <laughs> now... As far as the debates... We forgot the rest great. of the fight card. <laughs> By the way, did either of you guys watch WSOF? No, listen. I, I'm talking about the debates... I said something. Let's do this okay. and let's let's go there. Let's, not not we forgot about this. Yeah. Stuff well, no, I was asking if you watched that. By watch the way, every week we drop fights. Yes. Out of the conversation. Yeah, exactly. I, I used to come in with notes, and I'm like, why the fuck did I write these notes? We're not even talking about this fight. Well, talk. It about, happens. Talk about some of the fights. Some yeah, of some of them are worth talking about. Some are worth talking about. So the debates, because I know that's what our, our fan base wants to hear. Right. It's now. like for you how how Don't some girls. Rob and Black are, China. What? Don't forget the new episode. We're, we're going to talk Black about Robin Black. It, but it's also like for you, how like when you're leaving a Seven Eleven, some girls you let live. <laughs> And some girls, you, you see them and you're like, you're going to wind up in the trunk of my car. I don't go to 7-Eleven. Is that true? You actually murder girls at 7-Eleven? Listen, these girls murder themselves. <laughs> how? I simply put them in the room and force them to fight their way out. Have you ever seen the movie Saw? Yes. Okay. Consider me Chainsaw. Gotcha. So, you know, but it's all by choice. But okay. They want to live. Now, listen, uh, I'm not defending Trump, Okay. Uh, I am not voting for Trump based on his policies. I, I, Hillary Clinton believes, well, in, any, believes in global warming. I believe in global right, warming. Right. I also I, I don't want them to overturn Roe versus Wade, which I think Trump, you know, he wants to support a justice in the realm of Scalia. Who yeah, is which very, is the worst. The worst. Oh, my God. Terrible for gay rights. Terrible for, for women's rights, for which, you know, I mean, I'm a pig or whatever. <laughs> but listen. 
If I make a mistake, I want an abortion. <laughs> right, right, I, I want legal, clean access and, right. to not ruin my life. And it should be the woman's right to choose, not, not the men's right to choose for the woman. Or, you know, so if you that's give her really, the back of the hand, you say, listen, we're going down to the clinic. No, I don't like I'm Hillary. kidding, guys. I'm kidding. I don't like Hillary either. I don't like her character. Okay? I don't like either of their character. Right. Uh, but, you know, I do think... Not to defend Trump's what he said about grabbing girls by the pussy, but I don't think he was literally grabbing girls by pussies. I, I, right. th- I think he was exaggerating. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I slay box. I don't really go around slaying fucking right. with, with a sword right. and, and fucking, you know, box slaying, you know. But uh, yeah, at the same time, when you're running for president, you, you, you don't say – well, he wasn't running at that time. He was actually a Democrat, I think, Well, he and see, that. that's the thing. He's been just a regular personality. Yeah. All of his life until now. He became a politician one year ago. I hope he wasn't really grabbing. Do you think he's going around gra- I think if he was going around grabbing girls by the pussies, there would be billions of lawsuits. Listen, we've all grabbed a girl by the pussy. I have never grabbed a girl by her pussy. Listen. Sure you have. So like, what? Bro, you were already in the moment. You know, you had her, you know. Oh, she you wanted it. Out. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So let's not pretend but we he's saying, all grabbed but, a woman by the pussy. But he's saying, I can't control myself. I just start kissing them. That's not a good look. No, uh, this is horrible. Do you believe he's, he does that? He's sure. Still- I'm sure that he's done that, of course, because he's a power. What do you think? Okay, why the guy ran Miss Universe. Do you think he bought Miss Universe because he loves the spirit of competition? <laughs> no. He bought Miss Universe so he could go around grabbing the hottest women in the world by the pussy. But don't you think and have them go? Oh, but, but don't you think there would be more girls right now that would go around and say, "Yeah, Trump tried to grope me, or Trump tried to kiss me, or Trump tried to grab my pussy." Not if they want to live in peace. Really? You don't think there would be a huge settlement as far as money goes? It's hard for me to talk. I got a little pussy in my face. Yeah, right yeah. My cat is in Greg's face. <laughs> Cats love me because I want nothing to do with them. But and they sense that, and so they just. Just gravitate. Meanwhile, Scott Bale got in hot water again. You see, hear him. Uh oh. He went on Judge Janine Pirro, and he was he was like, "Listen, ladies, this is, he, he was like, this is how guys talk. This is what we do. Just like when you drink your your like your like white wine, you know, you, you, you look, you know, oh, get over it. He He's like, grow up, ladies, grow up. Oh, and, and of course that bad time in America to do that. Caught off a shitstorm of people like going <laughs> after Scott Bale for this, uh, which you know. And another guy, I love Scott, but what are you doing? You really can't defend that, these words. Although yeah. I do think Trump bringing those four girls. Uh, oh, yeah, the Jennifer Flowers and all that. Like, what a dirty, Paula slime ball, fucking TV, Ricky, you know, Ricky Lake fucking yes, shit yes, to do. It was completely, but in order to be Clinton, which he's not going to. But you, in order to beat the Clintons, you got to fight fire with fire. It's like you have to just. Keep, it's like that's. Listen, it's fight fire with fire all you want, but that's not fighting fire with fire. That's full on reality TV bullshit. You know, I, I just. And if she's do, doing that too, then neither one of them should be doing it. I right. mean, it's ridiculous that it's come. To, that this is happening. It is with a presidential election, <laughs> and it may. I mean, listen, Clinton, not the greatest. You know, cleanest person in the world but obviously this is what it takes for a woman to actually get in this position to be president of the united states big fat brass balls she's got yeah the willingness to do what it takes to get to this level 
But then, you know? but then wouldn't that what you could say that about Trump, though? The willingness to do what it takes. Uh, uh, sure. And he's done it. And that's why he's there. Because he's been willing to do all... I mean, think about it. He, he did all this in the primaries and to where you got Marco Rubio making, you know, small dick jokes and shit. <laughs> he, they all had to lower themselves to his level. Yeah. You know? So he did do what he had to do to get to this level. Right. You know? It was just crazy. I mean, the whole thing was... It the was only, it's just bananas that this is what our presidential election is, this cycle. It's just so crazy. Do you think he won the debate? Uh, I thought he looked... I, I did not think he won the debate. Uh, of course, I didn't feel like anybody won the debate. Right. And I don't feel like anybody won either debate. I feel like if you didn't already know who you were voting for, then you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, like undecided voters. Like, Bullshit. Like, who are these undecided these, voters? Exactly. How are you like, I don't know. I kind of like the way the one guy's a total racist misogynist, but I like the way the other lady deleted, the same, you know, has a million scandals same, under her belt. At the same time, I mean, at the same time, you got a girl like Hillary, a woman like Hillary, who they have on tape laughing at her. I mean, she was the... You know, she was the public defender. She got a guy off who was accused of raping a 12-year-old. He did one year in prison. And then she was laughing about it on tape, which was fucking insane. Yeah. I mean, can't she... No, listen. What I'm saying is you already hate one of these people. You hate both of them. Yeah. You you do hate both of them, but then then it goes policies. And then people go, well, I don't think Trump believes what he says. He's just saying this to get elected. He's not really going to a point. But then I'm like, well, why take that chance that this guy's lying? So he's lying to me now in order to get elected? Well, and also, I mean, it comes back to, you know, uh, a tiger doesn't change his stripes. Yeah. You know, if you think he's going to behave any differently because <laughs> he's been a politician for a year, you know, he's going to go grabbing more pussy. You know, <laughs> like... He's going to be even more empowered to do stupid shit. It's crazy. You know? I and mean, it, look at what he's done with fame. He's abused and abused fame as much as he can. Yeah, well, and now I heard there's, like, way worse tapes of him on The uh, Apprentice. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what's coming. And it's just saying, he said the N-word? Why is he saying the N-word? But again, <laughs> this, again, this is not a surprise to anybody anymore. You know, you either love that about him or you hate that about him. You either accept that Hillary has all these fucking scandals behind her or you don't. You're choosing I whichever like one. Of them. I don't Nobody like likes either of them. Either of them. And then, and then, then you find out that she, she cheated in the primaries of like rigging the election so Bernie doesn't win. Oh, I know. Which, which all, and I, I hate that too. Yeah, I hate everything. I, I don't know. If they have any redeemable qualities within, except for the fact that I don't want Rovers to overturn. And but I do. Trump said he's going to lower taxes and Hillary's going to raise them on us. That's not good. Well, here's the thing, though, it, and it's a point that that Trump makes very clear over and over again. He's going to give taxes to he's going to give tax breaks, huge tax breaks to the wealthy and to the corporations, which we have seen this before because the argument is and this is tr- trickle down economics. This the argument is these are the jobs creators. Yeah. And the idea is that if you give them more money and more flexibility and deregulation that they will use that to create jobs. That's the concept. But that is not what happens. They use those oh, no, things to, to fuck people over and align their pockets even more until people are like, oh, my God, they're doing it again. Because, again, and it isn't their fault. Corporations are not people. 
Okay? They have no soul. They have no conscience. These are the days of Henry Ford where you had one guy with a heart and a soul who could look at a giant corporation and say, I don't care. I'm raising the minimum wage. I don't care. There are no stockholders that could tell me that I can't raise the minimum wage even though the state hasn't. That doesn't exist anymore. You have a collection of investors who want maximum return and aren't going to be and are not going to let any CEO go, well, I'm going to raise wages because I want our people to do better. They're going to be like, no, you're not. You're giving us that fucking money. So you're voting for Hillary. You have to. <laughs> Deregulation has failed us over and over and over again. Right. And I'm not for massive regulation, but corporation industry must be regulated. Otherwise, they just dump into the into the rivers toxic waste, uh, mm. you know, which they do already. And this is with regulation. This is without the power to enforce it. You know, so I mean, you can't. His, his, his idea, which is what I've said from the beginning, Trump's very thing is to re-rig the game. He doesn't care about people. He doesn't care about ICE. He doesn't care about immigrants. He doesn't care about law and order. He doesn't care about any of that shit. He just says that because he knows that's what people want to hear. He wants to get elected, re-rig the game for the rich, and then whatever happens after that, go fuck yourself. Mm. Okay. And that's the truth. And Hillary, who knows what All the right, fuck so we're calling she, Paul, she just wants we're call, to We're calling Paul Bradley right now. Uh, Paul Bradley is fighting Yushin Okami in the World Series of Fighting. Stu's fought everybody. Uh, this guy's fought uh, Luke Rockhold. He's fought. Uh, he, he's just back to fighting. Mike Pierce. He fought <laughs> twice. Beat Dante Rivera. Remember Dante from the fighter. And he's not picking up. Hello. Is he in San Diego? Yeah. Were you at his room earlier today? No, I'm the one that got his. I don't know why he's not picking up. I'm going to call him back right now. He fought... Uh, By the way, did you say that I couldn't handle graphing? Is that what you said? Well, somebody said that we should switch places for a reality show, and I should do a bunch of coke and stand-up, and I'm like... And they were said, you should do graphing, and I'm like, I don't do drugs, and I attempted stand-up, and I don't think he could handle graphing. I can't handle graphing. All right, so we're calling Paul right now. It's got to be hard to ask people for their autograph. No, it's just boring. We have to to dedicate 8 to 12 hours of waiting of a day to just sit there. He's not picking up. You're right. That I couldn't handle. Paul. Well, at least we know we call the right guy. All right. Well, there goes our guest today. It looks like we're not having any guests. Uh, So, anyway, uh, let's talk about... It's okay. We'll play, we'll still get lots of comments where people call us communists and fucking oh, yeah, liberal dude. pussies and shit like that. Dude, it's, it's it really is like who you like, who you dislike the least, right? The lesser of two situation. evils. It, it really is. Right? I mean, and I like the point you made. And again, I rarely do, but you you know we really we rarely agree with each other on these things. But what you said about at the end of the day, it's about policies. Yeah. And whose policies are you more in line with? Yeah. And and I and so you're right. You got to go after things that you appreciate. You know, and if you like Roe v. Wade, if you like you know gay marriage, if you're for those things staying in place, then yes, you vote for Hillary. At the same if time, if you don't like those things, or you don't like black people, or you don't like Mexicans, then clearly you know what your choice is. I mean, these things, you know, you're right. It's based on policy. It really is. I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how I'm voting, based on policy. Although there are some policies of Trump's that I'm like, it's like he starts off right. Like, oh, we need, we need tighter borders. Yeah, that's, of course. And then he's like, but then he, then he goes, yeah, and I'm going to send him home. And uh, like, you can't round up people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you, it's just that's so, very Nazi-ish to go rounding the, the, up Yeah, people. there's ways of doing things, and then there's not ways of doing this. Yeah, we need to beat ISIS, sure. I'm going to kill the terrorist families. Yeah, hey, you, you can't really do right. 
So it's like he goes. He, he, it's like you like him in the, until like the seventy yard line, and then he goes to the hundred. You're like, oh shit. Yeah. Right? So anyway, I would kind of like to vote for Trump because if he wins, man, we all get to just start grabbing him in the pussy. That's the only thing though is that the social justice warriors and the offended police, people that go around, they get offended Won't by have anything. Any ground anymore? Yeah. Uh, no. That yeah. That's the thing is maybe that they were all focused on Trump versus you know right now. Right, going, How could you say that then in a comedy routine? In a com- that's right. the thing. That's I mean, not funny. And there are so many jokes that I come up with during the day. Yeah, that but I you're have like, to, I can't tweet it. I can't tweet it. I can't tweet. And you're like, yeah. man. Uh, I have to save it for the stage, which I guess yeah. is good for the stage. But even on stage, I'm on stage and people have their fucking cell phones out yeah. and they start recording it. And here's the problem is when I, when I stop my show and say, please put your, your, your camera away, the, no matter what the crowd is, they get mad at me. They yeah. go, oh, this guy's too good. Or because right. everyone has a phone. And they go, oh, oh, Mr. fucking uh, blah, blah, blah. No, no. I just don't want my shit being taken out of context. Totally. And, and put out there. Now all of a sudden it goes viral. And I'm a fucking this or I'm a that. And you could stand on the other side of the right now and be like, well, maybe you shouldn't be saying that. You, you can take things out of context. Totally. And I have the same way. I saw if, uh, I was riffing my balls off on uh, Saturday night, I mean, I mean, or was it Wednesday? Maybe it was last. I mean, incredible riffs, going great, rocking the place to the ground. And I see someone pull their phone out, and I immediately get in my head. I stop riffing, yeah. you know, because riffing you're going forward. You're not yeah, thinking yeah. about what you're saying. You're just, you're just bam to bam, bam. And I mean, I was all over the place. I was doing this great thing about island uh, Filipinos and the, the uh, how they're island Mexicans. So they're like, <laughs> orale, orale. you know. All this great stuff. And then the girl pulls out the phone and I start thinking, what am I saying that could be taken out of context? And I stopped. It shut down the riffing. And I immediately kind of just slowed the whole thing down and started just downshifted into and jokes. That's something- and I saw the disappointment on her face as she just kind of stopped recording and put the phone down. Like, oh, he stopped doing the, the thing. And it's like, well, because you put on the fucking phone. And that happens all the time. Uh, and that's what I worry about with Hillary is that more it's bad for comedy because it wasn't like that with Bush as much. Uh, it really wasn't like that with Clinton. And maybe it's just the internet and everyone having a voice and this and that. But this people that get offended by everything is just yeah. it's just not good for stand up. It's not good for free speech in general. And listen, and, if you can't take a joke about yourself or about what you're into or your stuff, because all comedians make fun of ourselves. Oh, we do it as part of the bargain. You know, it's like we make fun of ourselves. That way, you know that it's all we all take shots. Well, you know, that's the thing. Even with Bisbing and Tony Ferguson, they were fighting on Twitter over the weekend. And Bisbing was saying uh, Tony Ferguson said, look, I wish fight was scored by damage done because uh, then Hendo would have won. And then and then Bisbing writes back, well, if it was if it was done by damage, if if, I, if if life was scored by how you look, you'd be locked up, right? Yeah. Which was a great comeback. And then somebody writes, "Oh, great, Bisbing's racist." First of all, calling someone ugly does not mean you're racist. It, there's no ugly isn't a race. But now it's like now that's what people go to. That's their number one thing. Oh, this person's racist. Oh, they loved it. They're you're a bigot. Talked, right. We're talking about this. There's a big difference between making a racial joke. And, and that isn't even racial joke. He said he's ugly. He said he's ugly. Yeah. How is that racist? No. That and, and and of course Ferguson, who I like, fucking retweets it, and people are like, "Oh, where's the? I don't see any racist behavior in that." Right. There was no racist language, and that's the problem now. That's yeah. the problem with 
People comedy. are literally, and that's like people are looking for anything to take umbrage with. Yeah, it's weird. They're just looking. They're they're just ready for it. the second it comes out. Oh, oh, you know, and it's like, come, everyone, just calm. The and fuck that's what down. I worry a little bit with Hillary is that it, we're going to keep going forward with this progressive nonsense, and not all progressive stuff is nonsense, but this you know false outrage of people being offended right and and you're right and it'll become even more emboldened at that point but to the point where they might kill comedy <laughs> comedy it, might die in 2017 it used to be like if i owned a restaurant and 99 people like it and one person says this food fucking sucks fuck you everyone yeah, else likes get it get the fuck out now that one you, person you go to a comedy club 99 people laugh. One person goes, I was offended by he was making fat jokes and I'm fat and yada, 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 and you're a shapist or whatever the fuck people say, you know? (laughs) And they're giving that person weight. They're they're giving that person power. And they go, and it hurts someone like me and you and other comedians who sometimes like to walk that tightrope because now all of a sudden you're like, even the whole thing with Melissa Villasenor, you know, on Saturday Night Live, this, you know, Latina girl, she works very hard. She's mm-hmm. a great girl. I, I did the youth hostel with her six months ago to show how hard she's working. Finally gets a break on SNL and she deletes like 3,000 tweets. And some of her tweets were like, oh, there's a black person in my work is ugly, looks like Steve Urkel. And some stupid fucking tweets. Weren't even jokes. I mean, I guess maybe she was new in comedy, but all of a sudden people were like, Tagging SNL, get this person fired. This person uh, should lose their job. Uh, oh, great, she's racist, and this and like, oh my you're like God. what? Yeah, it's live your lives, people. Just go live your life over there. God forbid anybody get anything good that happens to them. We got to find some way to take it away from them. It's ridiculous. That's like this country loves to build people up, but the only thing they love more is tearing them the fuck down. We love seeing people fall from grace. It's our favorite. Favorite fucking thing, yeah, and that's a tragedy. That's a tragic concept in America. But that's all we that we really love it. We love look at the OJ thing. You know, the even as a TV show, we were all fascinated by because we loved watching this guy. Of course, you know he's a murderer, so he probably deserved it. So, but but I mean, we love watching fall fall from great. We love building people up and then tearing them the fuck down. Yeah, and you know, we made Kim Kardashian, and now we love tearing her the fuck down. Well, we built her. You know? I know, but that's another thing, right? So Kim Kardashian gets robbed. And like, I, I wrote a joke or something like, oh, that they, they took her money, but they couldn't find her soul. You know, some kind of joke. Right. Did it really happen, though? Because I heard it was staged. Yeah, whatever. I don't know if it happened or not, okay? But it, I think it did happen. But then all of a sudden, these celebrities, like the guy that has that show on Channel 2 uh, on CBS, the, the James Corbin. Yeah, okay, James uh, Corden. Uh, James Corden, and then some other girl that, like, Who's that chick that's with John Legend, the pretty girl? Oh, Chrissy Teigen? Yeah, Chrissy Teigen. They're tweeting out, you guys should not be making fun of these Kim Kardashian in a time of crisis. And this and that is not funny. How would you like it? This is a mother and a wife. And I'm like, what? Like, now all of a sudden, we have to check in with Chrissy Teigen and fucking James Corden on what we can make jokes about? Like, oh, oh, oh. First of all, she didn't get injured. From what I know, it wasn't like she, she didn't die or get hurt. She did get robbed, okay, which is terrible. I'm not wishing that on anybody. But it's still a Kim Kardashian who is famous for being famous and blah, 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 blah. But now you're – I have to check in with you to well, know Well, but we they probably it. know her personally, so they feel the need to defend her. Okay, fine, but I just was so, like – no, I mean, no, that's no, one but, of those things where, in my opinion, okay, you're welcome to say that. Go ahead. 
but you're welcome to make jokes too. I mean, that's the thing about this this Twitterverse, this universe of just of of shouting into the abyss. Anyone can do it from either side. They're allowed to say that. You're allowed to make jokes. Yeah, but people get they go over the line, in my opinion, when they start going after your jobs. When they start right. tagging right. SNL, tagging hey fire. Yeah, yeah, that's when it's like, all right, you know now. Now the game's over. It's a, it's a, okay, we, I could say this, you could say that. But it makes people it. feel important when they can take a swipe at somebody that's actually getting some importance. It, it's, I don't know. I fucking Deflected hate it. spotlight, all I, that bullshit. I hate it. I hate it. So, well, uh, this is the world we live in now. So Conor McGregor got fined $150,000 for throwing a bottle, and he has to do 50 hours of community service. Uh, he still, was this from the press conference where he yeah, threw the bottle the out of the... Uh, he got fined more than Eddie made in the fight. Is, is, that, is that what he tweeted? He tweeted something like I that. Think right? he, no, he tweeted, I get fined more than most of you bums get paid or something like that. But then somebody else noticed that he got, uh, he got fined what Eddie made in the Alvarez fight. Wow. Uh, you know... Um, yeah, it's... Pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't be throwing bottles. I think it's kind of excessive. Listen to me. I will throw bottles anywhere I fucking choose to throw bottles. And in fact, what you don't know is when I was fined for throwing the bottle, I was paid by the bottle $100,000 for the privilege of being thrown. The bottle paid you? The bottle, the maker of the bottle, they paid me. Really? Yes. Wasn't it the can? That's right, the can company, the the Monster Energy drink. They sent me a check, said, thank you. That's the most publicity we've had. We've been losing to Red Bull. You're the greatest. And they sent me another belt made out of Monster Energy drink cans. Are you going to throw a bottle again? Of course I am. The next time I feel like throwing it, I'm throwing it. All right, now how are you training for Eddie? Here's the amazing thing. When I throw it, there's always a rainbow. (laughs) There's a rainbow? That's how you know I threw it. Wow, that's fucking good for you, man. A monster rainbow. So now they're saying, uh, oh, by the way, so the UFC this weekend got canceled. Supposed to be in the Philippines, but uh, it got canceled. First BJ Penn pulled out, but the reason it got canceled is because, I don't know, this Filipino president is like, Right, a lunatic. Well, lunatic, like yeah. going off on Obama, going off on everything. It's basically pre-Trump over there. I wonder if they're going to say that's what they're saying about Trump. Like, No, oh, they've made this correlation between that guy and Trump a bunch of times. So yeah. That guy is, he, he's, he's Trump, like going after people personally, being a fucking, making all these crazy statements. He's their Trump. So I that's guess, why they, they pointed to that. So I guess they said that they're going to drug test everybody that gets off the plane from the UFC. Uh, including like the staff, the camera guy, this, that, Executives, and anybody who fails a drug test gets locked up for life. So the Philippines, so the people were like, "Fuck that, <laughs> we're canceling." Because you know, of course, the sound guy and the the camera guy is gonna fail the marijuana test, and everybody else, and yeah. who knows what else these guys are doing. Right, the dude uh, that makes the phantom cam edits is sitting there stoned off yeah, of, of his course. ass. Of course, that's what like... these guys do. You know. So yeah, so that's uh, so now there's you no know, UFC in the Philippines, which sucks because I was looking forward to another week. Uh, of <coughs> I'm just fighting. hoping BJ gets rebooked for somewhere nearby. Think I, about it. That's what this guy's doing. Okay, to UFC now he just kept a bunch of money from showing up in his country by by saying a bunch of stupid shit. And you think Trump's going to be any different? Anytime somebody wants to do it, no, you're not, you know what, forget it. He's going to do all kinds well, of stupid shit luckily, like luckily we have a, a Congress that wouldn't let that happen. Well, uh, and that is the thing. It's, but still, with executive order, I mean, he could do a lot of stupid shit. 
He could, but he wouldn't be able to get it passed. That was part of like Obama's problem, I believe, is that like with Bill Clinton, I'm not a, there was an expert a bunch on of stuff he did with executive order not, that he couldn't get passed. He couldn't get anything. Yeah, Obama so couldn't get almost anything. Don't think past. Trump can't take that and just use it for new executive order. It's Grab Pussy Tuesdays, <laughs> and guess what? The fuck, it's Grab Pussy Tuesdays now because an executive order happened. First of all, you know how happy you would be if it was Grab. Listen, Pussy I'm Tuesday. voting for. I just convinced myself to vote for Trump. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Who the fuck are you I'm kidding? Gonna go, I can't wait to play his fucking inauguration. I'll be like, fuck yeah, Trump. Let's grab some pussies. If it was Get the, out, Mexicans. If oh, wait. Was, serve the dinner first. Serve the dinner first. Bring around the dinner. And then you get the fuck out of here. If it was legal to grab pussy, would you go around By grab the way, pussy? I'm Mexican. If it was legal to grab pussy, would you go around doing it? Maybe. <laughs> oh, come on. That's a tough question. You just got to make sure you're faster. Than the woman, you know what the thing is. The that's true. I am the kind of person that you like. Girl, nobody has a problem taking a swing at me. So I don't. Look, you know what I mean. Dude, nobody I, looks I've at me. Or, no, 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 you you smack girls' asses before. You've like. Yeah, you've, but that's when they were impressed by me at the moment. So I took it. <laughs> took advantage. See, that's the thing. This would be like me becoming president if Trump becomes president. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, man! It's hot, bitches. Anal for everyone. Every, he's gonna have the <laughs> only like like uh, State of the Union address that's gonna be produced by the WWE. There's gonna be fucking flames and shit. Well, he did Seriously. beat Vince McMahon years ago, and Vince had to shave his head. He put a hair versus hair thing. Seriously, if it was grab, I was just, I would like, you could be the Supreme Court uh, a judge. I could be the justice that he's looking to appoint. <laughs> he's yeah. the mascot for grab. And the worst thing is, everyone would be like, yeah, he's one of us. I'd be like, I should not be a judge, but I accept <laughs> this nomination. <laughs> From well, our bold, the bold vision of President Trump to make me a Supreme Court justice. All right, we're gonna call Paul you, Bradley again. By the way, quickly, how do you feel? How do you think Bill feels about being the first man? I don't. He doesn't care. Oh, he don't. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's he looks. He's I'm not fine. sure if he's if he's really that fine. To be honest, I think he might be kind of sick. He looks sick. He's very thin, very gaunt. I think he's kind of hanging on. His eyes are kind of. Yeah, his eyes are sunken. Yeah, no, no, no. He's there's not much. He can't get it up anymore. I don't think. I think he's fine being a house cat now. All right, so Paul Bradley, good job, CB, with the booking today. Uh, Trump, I finally uh, let CB book the guest. Hey, man. Finally. By the way, and, and, and now they're not picking. This is all your fault, CB. You said 20 minutes. At, that was 110. Uh, all right, I'm just saying, dude. This is, this is all. So hashtag blame CB uh, for no guests. Hold on. Yeah, because I'm responsible for Eve's not showing up and panty canceling. Yes. You're responsible for all of it today. Shit, it's Thank like the you. first thing he's pulled out of with how many kids he fucking has. Who's that? BJ. BJ? How many kids do you have? I think he has like two or three now. But well, Kendall Grove has like fucking nine. I think Call in Hawaii... Now. What? Call now. I think in Hawaii, like it's like require you have three kids at least. Kendall's got enough for the whole country. Because he has like nine kids. He has, and he keeps having more. Yeah. That's crazy. Hello, this is Paul Bradley. How are you? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the Greg Wilson, as well as CB the Grenade Gold. Uh, we are now talking to Paul Bradley. Paul Bradley is uh, he's a UFC veteran, a Bellator veteran, and uh, he's got an upcoming fight against Yushin Okami. Paul Bradley, how are you, man? Doing good, man. How about yourself? Good. I, I watched your last fight against... Uh, 
uh, in, in uh, Bellator um, yep. against Chris Honeycutt, which you, you knocked out in, what, 30 seconds, 40 seconds? Uh, 40 seconds. Yeah, I mean, what, I, that was great. Uh, but, now you're, but then you left yep. Bellator after winning. Why did you leave? Yep. Uh, basically, it came down to them I, not really wanting me. So, uh, you know, they had agreed to a contract with me and whatnot, and uh, they just kept pushing it off, pushing it off. And I, things started to get, seem to get, like, a little bit funny with them. And, and uh, I finally got a hold of Rich Chow, the, uh, the talent guy or the VP for Bellator, and he, he straight up told me, he's like, yeah, you might not be re-signed. We have too many guys on the roster and not enough events. And, and after, he, after he told me that, I was like, you know what, dude, I'm going to go ahead and make the decision for you. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm leaving, you know. So I just balanced. I mean, let's be real honest. They didn't want me to win that fight. They expected me to lose, have Chris, you know, fight for a title or a number one contender fight after that. They wanted to use my name to build them. And when things went south, they, you know, kind of like a little kid, they took their ball and left the playground. So that's crazy, man. I mean, that's just, we- that's just yeah. weird. I mean, uh, you know, you, you look great in that fight. I mean, you were, you're, yeah. you're, I mean, you, I'm looking at some of the stuff. You're a two-time All-American, fourth in the NCAAs. Yeah. Uh, you coach wrestling at, at Buffalo. I actually wrestled for Binghamton. Oh, no kidding. Nice. Yeah, for Mark Gumble. You know yeah. Mark Gumble? Yeah, I do. I do actually. Yeah, that was my coach for the one semester I wrestled. Uh, you act, you also uh, you you were also two lot. You also played football and baseball. I mean, you're, you're you've done a lot. Uh, you've done a lot. Uh, Okami presents a, sh- a big challenge. I mean, that guy's. I mean, he that guy's fought everybody. Uh, what's your uh, What's your yep. plan against Yushin Okami? You know, basically, the thing with Okami is he's a. He's a flat-footed fighter. He's more of a clinch-type guy, point fighter, really. Like once he gets in the clinch or takes you down, he doesn't really do anything. He's more of a stall guy. So my goal is to cover the distance with my speed. I know I'm going to be way faster than him. I just need to avoid clinches, and if I do clinch, I need to be moving right away. And uh, on my takedowns, I need to stay active if I do take him down. So you know, I just got to touch him a few times with with punches that make him really have to worry because. Let's be uh, let's be real. You know, Okami's been knocked out. You know, twice since he left the UFC, or he's been knocked out twice now. And I think his chin's a little suspect, and I think he's a little bit nervous about you know getting hit. Matt, the reason being, I think that's why he went down to seventies because he thought guys wouldn't have power. But but that that's that's the difference between me and a lot of seventy pounders. I have a lot of power, so it will be a good fight. I'm planning on pushing the pace on the guy, and you know. We'll see how it goes. So, how was it dealing with Ray Seffo and the guys over at WSOF? It was awesome, man. Like I said, Ray Ray understood all my concerns about the uh, whole Bellator deal and what was going on there, and it was uh, it was really good. You know, it was uh, one of those things where we connected right away. Uh, like I said, he he was very interested right away. So, it, like I said, it just made sense immediately to jump over. Uh, Especially when Ray told me, you know, he's going to give me a big fight right off the bat to establish myself. And sure enough, he gave me, you know, Yushino Kami. So I couldn't be more happy with those guys and the way I've been treated as opposed to where I was treated, you know, in Bellator. So I hear you, man. Sometimes, sometimes, awesome. sometimes you just got to find the right person, man. You know, it's like you, yep. it's like it's like with chicks. You know, I it took me about yeah. uh, two hundred women to find out the, the right one. So uh, it's a uh, right. 
Yeah, I hear you. Now, um, you were Iowa State champion, which in wrestling, yep. that's got to be like that, – that's. I mean, Iowa is like the biggest – besides Pennsylvania, the biggest – you were a senior year – Iowa State champion. Are you getting the prettiest girl in high school? Are, are they? Are you like the the pride of the school? You must have been, right? Um, I was pretty popular. I was a homecoming king. I had the. Uh, I was uh, actually dating a chick that was two years older than me. That was the homecoming queen two years before me. So I was doing all right, you know. But it wasn't. It was none of that had to do with like any of my accomplishments. I just treated everyone equally, and I actually had a lot of friends that weren't even popular and. I was never that guy that wouldn't give someone the time of day just because they weren't in the clique, you know. So I think that's kind of kind of what separated me from a lot of a lot of the people in my school, you know, was I didn't have a clique. I didn't if you weren't an athlete, I, I didn't just come over to you and look down on you, you know. I, I talked to everyone and and I still do, you know, like It's very nice of you. I used to in high school I would I would try to sit at a different table every day. Uh, but yep. no, no, I did. I swear to God, I would. I would yeah. at lunchtime. I was in prep school. I would try to go to a different table every day to, you know, just just because. Yeah. Uh, no, but when, you, when you're a senior in high school and you're dating a college girl, I mean, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, you know, um, like I said, she was uh, she was pretty well, you know, uh, wanted or like which I word looking for, uh, like guys want, yeah. She was like the girl like a lot of guys couldn't get or didn't have a boyfriend. So, like I said, when I got her when I was like 16, I felt like I was on top of the world. So, you know, but uh, she was super cool, you know. Things didn't work out, you know, for whatever reasons. Well, gotcha. main reason being I was main reason being I was going to Iowa and, <laughs> you know, at Iowa, you're treated like a god there if you wrestle. So, I knew like. She was kind of, you know, like I said, she was older than me. She was already looking to start a family while I was in college, get married. And that just wasn't on, that wasn't on my agenda right then and there. So, Your record in high school was 168 and 18. That's, uh-huh. uh, yeah. And then you wrestled for, uh, you wrestled for, for uh, Dan Gable? Uh, Jim Zulaski. Gable has, uh, he had retired in, I think it was, I believe, 97. So I had Jim Zaleski and Tom Brands when I was there, and then Troy Steiner and Tim Hartung my last two years. So yeah, what was it like wrestling for Tom Brands? Uh, can you say intense? That guy is the guy's nuts, man. Like uh, he he just he, he brings intensity to a whole new level, and he's just everything about him is just intense. Uh, I liked him, but like I'll be honest, our personalities didn't really fit. I'm kind of a when I'm not fighting or wrestling or in the cage or whatever, I'm a pretty laid back guy. But uh, a guy like Tom Brands, he, he it's never not a hundred percent on anything. So that's where you know our our personalities didn't really click. But like I definitely enjoyed having him as a coach. So it, yeah. it was definitely interesting. Now, well, you're two time All American college. Uh, then then you actually then you then you when you started doing MMA, you you fought Luke Rockhold early. Uh, yeah. Was that your first loss? Was to Luke? Yeah, uh, that was actually my second. My first was uh, the guy by the name of Mike Pierce by decision yeah. uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, Luke, you know, it was just one of those things where I'll be honest, I was outmatched. I was wrestling up a weight, or I was fighting up a weight class, and you know, it was on like three weeks' notice. So uh, that was my first bad, 
my first bad uh, encounter with, you know, the people over at, at Strike Force, a.k.a. Scott Coker and Rich Chow was, uh, you know, they kind of set me up for that fight, came in, you know, I had a good record. I got finished. Um, the fight before that, I actually won by decision at my weight class. And, you know, then like five, five months later, I get a letter in the mail saying I've been released by Strike Force. So, like I said, like I'd never had a good feeling when Scott Coker and Rich Chow came and took over that organization. So, yeah. Well, that's the only time you ever been finished was, was by Luke. I mean, if you're gonna get yep. finished by anybody, it's by Luke Rockhold. I mean, or a couple of twins. <laughs> yeah, a couple of twins yeah. back in Iowa. Uh, I mean, you, you got a record. You got you have a great record. I mean, your record is twenty three and six. Uh, yep. I, I think you're under the radar, man. Um, do you have any plan on going back, making it back to the UFC if you win a couple guy, uh, fights in WSOF? You know, that's not really on my mind, honestly. I, I did contact the UFC after the Bellator incident, and they actually told me, you know, I, I needed to go out and win more fights and get on a longer win streak. And uh, Joe Silva was basically like, dude, you've only fought five times in three years. I'm like, well, dude, what? Like, <laughs> It wasn't my fault. I would have fought a lot more if I could have. I was, I should have actually had uh, nine fights in that, you know, three years of Bellator had held up their end of the bargain. But he just, it's one of those things now where it's all about winning a world title. And, you know, I say this all the time. It's, there's only about four organizations world titles matter in, and, you know, UFC, obviously, and World Series of Fighting, Bellator, and 1FC. So, the goal has always been to win a world title. So, uh, UFC, maybe, but thank you. Uh, but, uh, it's not in my immediate future. I can tell you that right now. So, right, right, right. Now, Okami's coming off a win in Pancrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. then he fought, he fought, he fought and then also deep, but he, but he lost two in yep. a row. Uh, he lost to Dave Branch and John Fitch. I mean, are, are, are you, are you looking for a knockout here or are you going to possibly just grind him out? I'd like to, I'd like to touch his chin. Like I said, I got power. And, uh, like I think, like I said, one of the main reasons I think Okami dropped down to 170 was, you know, he, he got knocked out by Jacare. He got knocked out by David Branch. I think he kind of thought by going down a weight class, you know, he was going to fight guys with less power, but I'm telling you, man, if he sleeps on me at all and I catch him with my right or my left, I'm putting him down. So, uh, the goal is to go out and finish him. Uh, you know, I'm going to use all that aggression and, and anger that I've, I've had sitting for 10 months thanks to Bellator, and I'm going to go out there and put on a great show and win this fight. And yeah. next stop is the, you know, is the winner of Fitch and Shield. So, gotcha. Now uh, you're training over at Alliance. I actually just uh, shot a sketch yesterday with that I wrote for uh, Phil Davis. Uh, what's it like over okay. there? Uh it's actually awesome. It's a it's a family feel. It's the best gym I've ever trained at. I've trained at a lot of gyms. I've been in the sport for 10 years, so I've, I've experienced all different types of gyms, but overall, it's just a, a great team. Everyone cares, and we're, we're just like a family, so I, I, I can't say enough about the guys I train with or, or my teammates. Uh, the reason being, you know, I've been, that's the reason I've been here for five years. Now, word on the street is that Magania and Rowdy Beck sometimes when guys are sleeping, they just like to ride them and sit on their faces. Is that, is that true? What? <laughs> word, to, word on the street fr- is that sometimes Magania yeah. and Rowdy Beck 
like to have threesomes with guys. They like surprise guys on the team. If they're having a rough day, they'll just sit on their faces. Is there any validity to that? Like those rumors? Uh, that this is actually the first one I've that, that was a, that's definitely rumor. Oh, okay, too, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I just made it up. But uh, I was just hoping. I was gonna say, where oh. can you apply for that? I would uh, <laughs> just go to Alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, Alliance would be like, I'm was, so depressed. Uh, that was a curveball, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like Randy that, that was a curveball. By the way, I gotta say, like, as far as the girls in Alliance, like, it's become this really like great gym for girls. You look at Jessica Penny is over there, yep. and uh, Beck. And then uh, Angie Stanley. Overkill and Christine Stanley and Magana. Kat Zingano. Kat Zingano. I mean, yep. it's becoming this powerhouse for girls. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of taking over. Talk about girl power now, huh? Before yeah. it was like one or two girls, and now it's like eight of them. So they're good. They all train hard. And, and so, I mean, if they were a bunch of prima donnas, I think everyone would have a problem with it. They right. wouldn't last, but they actually come in and train their ass off and and, uh, shit, man, like, they, they go at it. Like, I was watching, uh, uh, Chris, uh, our one girl who fights in Invicta, just, man, she was throwing down with one of our guys the other day. And, yeah, Christine like, Stanley. Damn it. Fighting yeah. like a dude, you know? Absol- absolutely. Are you dating anybody? Yeah, I've had a girlfriend for eight years now, so I'm been in it for a minute. So. No, no, uh, no, no ring? No, no wedding in the future? Uh, I don't know. I'm not. Maybe I, I. I don't think about those things that far in advance, man. If it's gonna happen, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and to think about it. But no, right think about it now. So. I'm sure she's not thinking about it at all. That's a. I mean, she hasn't said something to you like, "Hey, maybe we should, you know, tie the knot." Uh, she's actually really cool. She likes the way things are, and uh, if it happens, like I said, I'm. Hopefully, she wouldn't say no, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, it's been a minute, and. Uh, we're just kind of doing what we're doing, and uh, yeah, we'll see. So. What does she do? Uh, she's actually uh, she works for a sales company selling like uh, they do software. Like uh, they basically update your Facebook, your all that different stuff. So if you if you're a realtor and you want to put up your listing, it, it they'll automatically put it to all your social media accounts, your web page, blah blah blah. It's actually pretty pretty good deal so nice nice well paul listen man uh so when's this fight against okami november 12th uh it's going to be in loveland colorado uh at the budweiser event center man definitely definitely looking forward to getting in there you know these are the fights i've wanted my whole career and thankfully i'm finally getting them in an organization that understands and appreciates what i'm what i'm focused at trying to trying to achieve and get at so. so november 12th the same day as uh, uh conor mcgregor eddie alvarez chris weidman romero oh uh, yeah dude yeah don't <laughs> oh, even fuck man yeah I, I uh i actually hit world series up about that as soon as it got announced and they were like yeah dude we know it's it's one of those things where you know on a pay-per-view they don't you don't have to worry about a time slot you don't have to worry about the network deals and uh, unfortunately, World Series is, you know, they have to get their, their time slot with NBC uh, Sports at, like, months in advance. So I, I straight up told them, I was like, can we move it, like, to Friday night or a week earlier or a week later? And they're like, just can't, you know. I'm like, well, 
I guess we're going to have to hope for some DVRs. All so. right, so fight fans, do not watch UFC 205, okay? Please <laughs> <laughs> you're listening, yeah. okay? Do not watch Frankie Edgar uh, versus Jeremy Stevens, Joanna Yunjunchek, oh, yeah. Ka- uh, uh, Misha Tate, uh, Kelvin Gastelum, yep. Cowboy Cerrone, Conor McGregor versus Eddie Alvarez. Nobody cares about that, okay? Khabib, Michael yeah, Johnson. Yeah, no, none of those are... None of those are good fights. Oh, are terrible card. <laughs> Instead, World yeah. Series of Fighting in Colorado, right? NBC Sports. Yeah. It's, it's uh, uh, yes. It's Paul Bradley. <laughs> it will be on. Who are you again? No, it's Paul Bradley versus Yushin Okami. And then John Fitch, right, is on the card? Yep. Against Jake yep. Shields. Okay, that's the fight. Those that's the exciting fights. fight of the night, okay? Fight of the year. Yep. John Fitch, Jake Shields. Finishers, guys. Those two guys finish yep. everybody. Ex- they're fireworks. Fitch, Shields, Okami, Bradley. Between the two of <laughs> the four of you yep. guys, there have been four finishes in 75 fights. But that's the one you want to watch, yep. people. World Series yep. of Fighting. Fuck yeah, right? Yeah, you want... You want to watch, yes, you definitely want to watch Fitch and Shields over Gaslam and uh, Donald Cerrone, for sure. Seriously, fuck Wyman, <laughs> Romero. Nobody gives a fuck about Conor McGregor uh, versus Eddie Alvarez. It's Shields versus uh, John Fitch, the fight you've all been waiting for, okay? You know there's going to be a knockout, okay, in the first round based on their prior fights. Yep. You know that's going to happen, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, power in bo- both hands. Power in both hands, yes. <laughs> Somebody's going to sleep. Probably the audience. Okay, however, <laughs> it's going to be good. Paul Bradley, <laughs> listen, buddy, man. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yep. You're a fucking Iowa Hawkeye. I went to Iowa wrestling camp when I was 13. Dan Gable's camp. I got the shit beaten out of me. Uh, I had to run up <laughs> Carver Hawkeye Arena with people on my backs. It changed my life. Mm-hmm. So, uh uh, guys like you are making that possible, man. And uh, you keep fighting the good fight, yes, dude. You keep fighting. You're, you're an unheralded, underrated fighter. Everyone knows that. And it's only a matter of time before you're going to fuck up Okami. You're going to fuck up Shields or Fitch, okay? It's fucking Paul yeah. Bradley time. It's the Paul Bradley era. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Well, well thank you, yes, man. Sir. And put a ring on that fucking girl. Eight years? Come on, dude. Fucking eight years? It's fucking too long. <laughs> Maybe at ten. Maybe at ten. Yeah, at ten years. Know. Put a put a ring on put it. Dude. Put a ring on it. Okay, just grab her by the pussy, as Trump would say. And uh, <laughs> so, yep. uh, so, well, thanks, Paul. Thanks for coming on the show, man. All right, I appreciate it, man. You guys have a good day. Take care. All right, that was Paul Bradley. What the? Who, who's doing the fucking programming for food? You said that. I know, but why? You're so. What was that? I mean, because you were being sarcastic, right? Yes. Right. But you're like, this poor guy's on the phone with you. I love him. And you're like, don't watch this guy. Don't watch that. I mean, this went on for a long... You went they down the hole every, every fight. Fucking... And you said, don't watch this. <laughs> then you got insulting about the Jake Shields fight. You're like, because they finished nobody well, else. Yeah, but you know what? At the same time, with Shields and Fitch, it's kind of like... It's true, number one, but it's also not a bad thing to say to him because he's, that's his road right now. Beat Okami, get the winner of Fitch and Shields, and I think he beats either one of them. I know, the, but the you're, line, you're sitting what, here, there going, uh, can you, nobody wants that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, Ryan. Okay, well, listen, great having you on the podcast. Uh, uh, you're a great guy. I got to say, man, it felt a little harsh. No, here's why. Okay. Because I'm mentioning World Series of Fighting and 205 in the same sentence. 
Okay. So that's so I'm promoting the fucking thing, like even in the if, only realistic way you can. Right. Right. That that's why because it is it is an ant versus an elephant. It's ridiculous. But it's that, ridiculous. But that but that but but if people keep saying. Hey, fucking! Oh, oh, are you gonna watch the big fight tonight? Shields versus whatever. Right. And then you're making. Then at the least joke. it's in the conversation. It's in the conversation, and it's. You know, sometimes you're a little cleverer than I think you are, <laughs> Senior Hunter. That's very. I, I see your point now. I see your point. But in the moment, I'm no. like, I'm like, jeez, come no, with no, the guys no. on the phone. No, I'm doing it because I want people to watch. And it. that is valid. I'm, that's why. That's why. I'm well, doing people it. can record it. I yes, mean, I least, know, but I'm, at least they have the good should. sense not to charge money for it. Like Paul Bradley, if, I, if you, you, I don't think he was insulted by that. He seemed like he was laughing. No, he's he's, he's yeah. a good no, he got it. He, got he it. totally got it. He knew. He knows what he's up against. He but, knows. Uh, what but I'm doing it so that that way people actually. I know it just went on for quite some time. <laughs> I was impressive the way you went through every single fight, and then when you missed one, you double back. Yes, and got it. That, but that's but that's why because I want people to actually talk about Paul Bradley versus O'Connor. Okay, that makes Jake sense. Shields I get what you're saying. Like, can you believe? They would schedule these fights because that is the only way for them to be in this conversation. Exactly. Well, I agree with that. WSOF also. We've uh, agreed with each other a surprising number of times. <laughs> this isn't like us. But that's the, why I did it. Yeah. yeah that's, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I get it now. I the get it. The UFC now. New Year's clever. event is on a Friday, the pay per view. It's on a Friday night, so they're not on New Year's Eve. Yeah. WSOF has a fight scheduled on New Year's oh, Eve. Good, man. Oh. They should go in Super Bowl. They should, every time there's a big event, they should go Super Bowl. Totally. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the Academy Awards. The final debate uh, October 19th. <laughs> no one's going to watch the final debate. Yeah, I, well. I Dude, predict a- the final debate will be incredibly not watched because I th- feel like people have seen enough. And I don't think anybody wants to see any more. I think it's just making them sicker and sicker and sicker. Choices already made. I mean, you know, it, it just it's a bad look for everyone. Uh, the uh, Grammys, they should go up against the go Grammys. Go Grammys, absolutely. The Oscars, everything. Anytime, if there's ever, uh, they should have one just, just kept away. <laughs> they, they, they should have it just kept away, right? You mean Saved by the Bell, don't you? Yeah. I know you do. Maybe. <laughs> Saved by the Bell reunion. They, they should have it, like, in case uh, there's a natural disaster, they should record a fight and don't lead out the results. But in case, like, a 9-11 happens, put it on against that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case there's actually a big event, then just, like, the worst... Well, what type of, of like meetings? I love Ray, but what type of programming meetings are they going to? All right, all right. These are the dates we're going to give you. We've got you at two thirty in the morning on Pop TV. Uh, yeah, like okay, the morning of. Here are the dates we're going to have fights: New Year's Eve against two hundred five. Super Bowl, Grammys. We'll take them. We'll, do we'll them take all. them all. We'll do there all was, those. There was one. It was either. Yeah, I think here's it was the nights we have available. It was we'll either uh, 189 or 194 or one of like the big UFC pay-per-views. Bellator and WSOF were on that same night, too, trying to go up against them. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, it's what the fuck is wrong with you? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. That sucks about... Um, not sucks, but it's crazy, like... You get a big win, and he's just like, you know what? It's not working for me. I'm glad that some fighters make that decision, no matter the organization, and say, like, I don't get it. Like you, you, Rory, you, win, you, win said, in, you win a fight in 40 seconds. I Rory's coming across. Against a guy who was touted as the next big welterweight yeah, coming you, out you, of Costa. Yeah, you beat, him, you beat him in 40 seconds, and then all of a sudden you, uh, you get cut. What, what, that's weird. Like, no we don't want to resign you. I don't get it. And it's like, you know, what Rory did with the UFC. Like, they're not working. Like, it's not working for me. I'm leaving. And called Coker, and you're done. There you go. Yeah, that's weird. 
I, li- I like Paul Bradley though, and I, ho- I hope he doesn't. Hope he knows I was fucking around. Totally, and he did. Oh, you no, could he'll, tell, he'll, he'll, you know, on the call that he was like, "That's what we were doing." You yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah, what we're up yeah, against. Yeah, you nailed it. Well, you know? he even said, "Hope let's hope for some DVRs." Yeah, yeah. like, and, well, the, and everyone and by, will and, DVR. And you know what? I will watch Paul Bradley. And, well, uh, fuck yeah! I will watch DVR both those right? top fights. To be yeah. perfectly honest, I wouldn't pay to see them, but yes, I would record them and watch them. They're giving they're giving him a big name in Okami. I mean, Okami's been touted as one of the greatest Japanese. Japanese mixed martial artist ever, but just not lately. I think that's a better card than what we saw in UFC this last. What happened week. with Colin Kaepernick? He's like trending again. Uh oh! Oh, maybe they put him in. Oh. They must have made the decision that he's starting. He's starting. There you go. First time in well, and they months. had said it wasn't about him them not wanting to start him. It was about him physically not being ready to play. He had three surgeries in the offseason and had lost tremendous amounts of muscle mass. And apparently that was what was keeping Blaine Gabbert in the game. But thank God Cap is not gone. And listen, a little fantasy football tip right now. Go get Jeremy Curley. Get Jeremy Curley. Put him on your bench. This guys he's the main target right now in that offense. And he's he's scoring points. Um, And then how... uh and now, how, where else can we find out more fantasy football information? Well, I do a fantasy football podcast. Yes. Thank you very much for allowing me to mention it. It's fantasy football, harsh reality. And uh, you can find it if you just search that or The Greg Wilson on SoundCloud. But, but you're two and two in fantasy football. Now I'm three and two in one leg and <laughs> league and two and three in another. Although, I mean, you know, some days, that's the thing. Everyone keeps having their best day against me. I scored... The, all three of these losses, yes. I had the second highest points in the league for the week. I happen to be playing the jack off with the first. With the first, yeah. all three losses. Right, it's fucking confounding. But what makes you an expert on fantasy football? Well, I'm not an expert. I'm a th- an enthusiast. Okay, that's what I say. I'm a comedian extraordinaire, fantasy football enthusiast. So, the, why should anyone listen to you? That's what I'm trying. Well, to why not? If you like talking fantasy football, talk. <laughs> he's, he's entertaining, and I've actually watched him. And you don't even watch like, football, do you? No, and he seems like he knows his shit. I don't know the players or anything like that, but he seems like he knows it. Listen, and like, I made a lot of entertaining coming that, in like, this week. Don't you think that like the time that you spend now oh, watching Greg Wilson talk about fantasy football, and you don't even watch football, could be spent? Listen, his <laughs> grandfather. Came to this country in nothing but a pair of trousers and a handkerchief. Where's this shit coming like, from? Like, <laughs> that, like, that, it keeps getting worse. So, but I like with how, no uh, shoes. Okay, so he, he had pennies taped under his toes. So he listens to Joe's podcast, right? And, take, <laughs> and, and, took, and took notes. I have notes. I fucking have notes. On Joe's podcast? Yeah, I had to because that's how fucking oh, awesome great. it was. Please share. Yeah, um, I love that our audience also loves his recap of Joe's podcast. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to Joe's podcast, but. They love the recap. Room dark, full of shirtless dudes. All right, tell us. Go on. <laughs> what? So I listened to Ween Dog Radio episode two. Ween Dog. And I took notes because it was funny. And I okay. wanted to remember everything necessary for this podcast. Or in case Adam called me, but I got like three notes in. And he's like, stop, I need this on the show tomorrow. <laughs> go on. And he starts <laughs> off talking about how he wants the podcast to go. Like how, how, he see, how he would see his podcast going like in perfect scenario. And he starts talking about that like at some point he wants to have guests. And it would be a bunch of dudes in a dark room. Right, go on. With... Um, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> a bunch of dudes in a dark room with black lights on, and they're all shirtless. What? <laughs> it's just, I swear to God, I had to take notes because people may not believe me. Right, go on. No, this is great. Continue. 
And then he started going into, you know, he thinks he suffers from imposter syndrome. Which and is? Then he, I didn't remember what it was, but he said it mostly happens to women. So and you they don't, don't feel, feel worthy, right? Yeah, he said, they don't feel like worthy, like they should be in the position that they're in. And that's how he feels. He's doing stand-up comedy. He knows like some of the biggest comedians in terms of like Adam and Joey Diaz and Augustino and whatever. I'm the biggest. Go on. <laughs> Augustino makes that <laughs> I like it so that I'm still on the list. Totally. Then, <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, he went from you and then went Joey. Okay. Yeah, these yeah. are and, and then Augustino. <laughs> and then he talks about... He's like that he doesn't deserve to be there. The meatball? His, ne- <laughs> his next comment was about the first time he ever smoked weed. Right. Oh, I was waiting for her, and that was three days ago. Oh, go on, go on. Um, and he said he has asthma, and he hit it so hard that he kind of got sick, and then he got super high, and he started crying, and then he ran home. I had a very similar experience <laughs> the first time I had sex. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was crying and ran home. Uh, we both cried. <laughs> and ran to our respective homes. Have you ever had a girl cry during sex? Because you realize how low your standards No, no, have you ever gotten... actually cry? I don't think so. I mean, there was some whimpering during anal, but that's about it, I think. From you? Yeah. <laughs> I, was the one, I was the one getting... No. There was a one gal... Okay, wait a minute. Let's finish this, and then I'll tell you this great anal story. Go on. So then he talks about getting a weed card, and then every time he smoked weed thereafter, he looked in the mirror and started questioning his life's decisions. Like he should back out of comedy. And As I am right now listening to this recap. I was going to say, I was gonna say the weed did that to him, not being here. <laughs> then, after every stand-up set he ever does, he's super embarrassed. Well, that's what happens when you're not that funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he talks about how he hates religion and how his parents raised him like super religious. And he was stuck in church for eight hours every Sunday. Well, I've been there. <laughs> and then he talks about how he's how people are a speck in the universe. Like that the universe is so big because he loves astronomy. It's like his favorite thing. No, this is yeah. true. And he talks about We're everybody's a speck in the universe. Yeah. So why don't we all just kill ourselves? Because it's not really going to make a difference. All right. <laughs> I think Wean Dog is the wrong name for this podcast. Well, what should it be? Cry for help? Uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, uh, Joe's internal black hole. <laughs> I think is or 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 implosions. I'm, all, I'm almost done though. Go on, I'm almost done. And then he talks about what happens when we die, because he's worried about whatever. And mm. then he randomly jumps into one thing that would make him commit suicide, oh. which was hey, if, wait a minute. Can no, I tell no, no, you right wait. before you said this? What I'm going to say the actual name should be suicide note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but here's the reasoning that he he said if my taste buds ever stopped working, I'd commit suicide. Really? I, yeah. Uh, and wow, then wow, uh, Greg stopped every Friday. <laughs> and then he said he's doing special usually hol- on Saturday from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Go on. And then he said he's doing special holiday episodes, which episode three is up, and it's a Halloween-based episode, oh. and he's going to tell ghost stories. Jesus Christ. And then the last thing that was in the podcast, which kind of made me thoroughly uncomfortable, was he just started moaning randomly and then said, we're to, like, just cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> you, that sounds like the best. We got to get that part of the podcast and right. just play the moaning at play, the end. I have it on my phone. Do you Should try I? and cue it up to just the moaning and put it up to the mic so we can all okay. hear this? What the fuck is the going moaning? On here, this man. kid's got some dark shit happening. Your man. henchmen have podcasts. My henchmen. I like Joe, but I, you know I kind I of just scream and yell about football. shit I think this is good for him in some weird. In a weird way, way, it might be to get oh, all this really out of him. Yeah. 
at the same time, it's like super uh, creepy. Are, is this gonna like like let's say, all right, let's say uh, this is not gonna happen. But he goes out and shoots up a, a bank or something. <laughs> uh, like, will they listen to the podcast? And be like, all right, here are the clues. <laughs> totally. I was just saying. Here we are. We're gonna be the ones on the stand going. Were there any clues that he was a serial killer? Be like, no. We all thought CP if, was. The if, if I have to testify, that so I that right. he did it, not me. We're gonna be like we were. We were certain it was CB. We never thought it was Joe. Oh, he also told his parents in the middle to stop listening to it. Really? He's like, if my family or my parents was listening to this, please stop now. It's going to make them listen more. But I'm saying, like, isn't this whole podcast this one long, like, alarmist thing of, like... It is one cry for help. One giant cry for help. Yeah. Yes. Fuck, He's very lonely. Yeah. And has no But but the only person more lonely is CB taking notes. (laughs) The only one that cares is CB. You go... I got it. Killing spree. <laughs> That's what's coming next. You and oh, Joe. I thought that was the name of the podcast. No, you two are going on one. <laughs> no. Yeah. He, yeah. Would, he would invite the oh, heroin yeah. addict. It's going to be Natural Born Killers 2. Yeah. By the way, uh, Joe Jaggy, please make that meme. Yeah. Of Natural yeah, Born yeah, Killers, Killers 2. Natural Born Killers 1 was a guy and a girl. I know. I know. That's why. Two, it's the YouTube. Did you see, by the way, the censored, the censored cyborg Caitlyn Jenner meme that he made? He was like, I yes. didn't know the kids were watching, and he made a fucking... <laughs> I know, then it's like, censored what? it. First all of all, right, I'm ready? the one doing the fucking. I'm the one fucking Caitlyn Jenner. Are you ready for Ween Dog Radio? Yeah, yeah you gotta wait. Fi- just get to the, the moaning right. at the end. And I'll walk away from the mics and, for now. Until I- yeah, while you all find right. that, okay. I'm gonna tell this anal story. So this gal, I, was, I went down to state. She was living with her parents still. Right. And they lived in this big mansion, huge rich family in New Jersey. So I go down there, and she goes, listen, I got to go to work while I'm gone. Listen, in my closet is this bag. It's got the bubbler. It's got the weed. You enjoy that, blah, blah, She leaves. I go in the bag to get the weed, and in the bag is also three pornos. Right. Okay? And all of them are ass-themed. They're all like... She had three pornos on her. Uh, in the bag, she owned three pornos, and all of them were anal Where did you meet this girl? At one of my shows in New York. Okay. So they were all like anal disaster masters and shit like, you know, ass blasters. How long ago is this where she actually had porno? That's what I'm saying. This was like 2003. Okay. So, so we go. So I'm like, oh, my God, this girl wants it in the ass. I had no idea. Right. This sweet angel wants ass. How now? Was she cute? Adorable. Super pretty. How old? I, uh, she was like 22. Okay. Okay. But her family was rich, so there's no reason to move out. Right. So I, we, they're home at the time. They're asleep in, like, on the other side of this big fucking house. And, and her sister's in the room next door. So, and so I'm like, tonight I'm fucking her in the ass. Like, clearly she wants it in the ass. Right. And you're excited about it. Oh, totally. I'm a fucking ecstatic. Right. Like, I know she's a fucking freak. Right. Here I am treating her like an angel. Why, no, why do you want to bang her in the ass? Because, no, because she wanted it in the ass is what I'm thinking. Right. She has these videos. Clearly, she loves anal. I didn't realize that. Right. Here I am being selfish, fucking her in the pussy right. when she wants it in the Of ass. course, of course. So, you know, being the great guy that I am. Of course. You wanna, you're a giver. All night long, all day, I'm planning to fuck her in the ass. Right. So that night, <laughs> you know, I got her doggy. Yep. Pull out from the puss. Yep. Now, I, I'm, a gentleman, no? I'm a gentleman. I had my thumb. You know, I'd worked it up in the asshole. You know, I didn't just go right. Are you wearing a condom or no? You know, no. We, we were dating at the time. Right. So, so I warmed it up with my thumb. You know, I got this. And when I put the thumb in there, she, she, you know, when they like, you know, you know yeah. like she was into it. Right. So I'm like, oh, this is on. So thumbs out. Dick's going in. Okay. Did you smell your thumb? Apparently, no. Okay. Uh, no, I don't want to lose my heart on. Are you okay. kidding me? The shit stink can ruin everything. Yes. So 
Uh, did you smell your thumb? Do you smell your thumb? No, no. no. You don't want to smell. I'm wiping it on the fucking on her sheets. Is what I'm doing. Right. Okay. So I go and I, I, I and so I just put in. I just get just the tip, just the head. Yeah. Uh, and she. I mean, the tone changed immediately. <laughs> like fucking. Right. And, and I'm like, do you want me to stop? And she's like, no. <laughs> so I, I fucking. Boot, you know, all, right. Right, right. ripped it right in there, and now she's screaming, not pleasure screaming, like really a, a horrified, like, like you're gonna get me arrested, screaming, right? Ah! And I'm like, shut the fuck up, shut the, your parents are fucking in this house. Now, granted, they're on the other side of the house, but she's screaming, and now I pull it out, ah! and I'm like, do you want me to stop? She's like, no. She, I, she's crying. She's crying, basically. And I'm right. like, okay. <laughs> and, ah! Pull out. <laughs> ah! And I'm like shoving her head in the pillow. Like, shut the fuck up. Your dad's going to fucking kill me. So finally, you know when you just go faster to try and make yourself come and get yeah. this over with? I just start pumping the shit out of her. And she's like sprawled out. She's reaching for shit. Right. Ah! I finally blast in her ass. <laughs> and then we just never talked about that again. Wow. And on that note. <laughs> all right. So let's, all right. Thanks, Greg. All right. Uh, the more you know. No, um, <laughs> did you ask me about that earlier? I did. I, I asked if anybody cried during sex. There you go. Yes. That's, oh, he I, also, I just, because I was trying to find it. Yeah. He said that he wants to leave the, the funny Tinder stories for MMA Roasted. He wants his podcast to be about real shit. Oh, okay. And he wants to make it longer, about two hours an episode. <laughs> just him? I don't have that much time on my hands. Yes, you do. Yeah. All right, go on. <laughs> no, even, even CB Gold has to go Wait, see the Golden Golden like right Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, put it in. Yeah. Don't put Play it in. Play it on speaker. Off. Yeah, turn the thing off. No. Oh. A couple hours, so... Thank you for listening. Subscribe. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Joe P Comedy. Oh, oh, oh. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, oh. uh, Wing Dog TV, on YouTube. Um, I don't really post a lot of videos, but I'm still trying to find the market on what I want to do with YouTube. Do I want to do like? just talk in front of a webcam do i want to do video games play like scary horror games that's what i started with but the recording software that i have is kind of crappy so i stopped mm. i play like uh i don't know <laughs> This is like the worst PBS special oh ever. Oh my god! What was that oh noise? My god. It went on, but he was dying over here. There was like three or four more. What was that? <laughs> you know what it sounded like? It sounded like he hiccuped and burped while orgasming. Oh Jesus! Is he jerking off during that? It thing? sounded like he was jerking himself. Yeah, you think he was? He and probably choking himself. I think he was doing a full in excess. <laughs> you fucking the entire episode. You just hear him like. Oh, I'm man. like, what are you? T- <laughs> I don't know. It's not, I. You know what? I look. I give him credit, man. It's hard. <laughs> Welcome to Suicide Note <laughs> with Joe Paris. You do it. You do the best. <laughs> do you, Joe? you do me. I do Joe. And I uh, every- it's no big deal. But welcome to Suicide Note. I was on a killing spree today, and I'd like to talk about it. I have no reason to kill myself. I kill other people. Okay? I've got too much money. Poor people kill themselves. Rich people kill other people. That's what we do because we can afford to get away with it. So, earlier Joe, what today. Gonna, Joe, what's your podcast about today? Um, today, I'm going to talk about how I David Carradine myself while jacking off. 
Um, and then I'm going to bring in a shirtless guy to talk about boner pills. I once graphed David Carradine at the men's room of LAX. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Right. Now, uh, it was it was an it was an it was an ass. CB, you said that Greg Wilson wouldn't be a good grapher. Why is that? Greg could never do graphing because it takes the ability to sit there and do nothing <laughs> for years. Okay, <laughs> Greg's got energy. He's got focus. He's got determination. Okay, to do what I do, you really truly have to be complete and utter loser. <laughs> really, a loser, a, complete with no other prospects. I mean, but what do you mean? I mean, it's hard. My, gr- my greatest job skill is the ability. to... To not get hemorrhoids. <laughs> no, but but you have to. It does, you don't think it takes it takes patience to like Thank have God to find out one. where these guys are staying and then and then hide in like the the corner of the of the, of the hallway. That's right. That's and right. Then, you have to you have to hide in plants. You often have, and if they get if they get a a room service delivery, you have to get in the hot box and you got to hot box it right there with the omelet. Actually, I can't you, tell you how many grabs I've gotten. <laughs> Covered in omelet sauce. If you really want to know, I murder the front desk manager. I take their outfit and I stand at the front desk and I say, "Okay, here's your room keys. Can you sign this, please?" Is that what you do? Yes, no. that, that's exactly what I do. No, but sometimes you actually someone orders room service and you hide underneath the table. It doesn't work anymore. There's no fucking there, tablecloth. You get under the table where the hot box keeping the food warm is. You get in there with the food. And then, and then now. I, I hate to admit it, but I was once served as a soft pretzel. <laughs> now, but when they see you, aren't they annoyed that this. Who is this guy? Yes, they're annoyed, but they're more willing to give me the graph so that I leave the room. And, and that is why Bubba lost. Leave with my exactly, and that's why Bubba Jenkins lost. He's a bad man. Number one, I still love Bubba Jenkins. Now, now how, I know Bisbin got upset with you. Anybody else get upset with you? Yes, Ronda Rousey got very upset. What, what, what did she? That, why, why? What happened? One hundred percent, not even true. Why? What happened with Ronda? <laughs> at least come up with somebody that why, did like get. Why Ronda didn't get mad at you? No, she's never gotten mad at me. Did you, have you ever grafted her? About. Five to ten times. And, and, but That's she, right. I was. Uh, she and, and she wanted to get cool pregnant, so I scraped out her uterus uh, <laughs> to make sure that it was baby ready. I did that right before the Melbourne fights. You scraped out Rhonda's uterus. That's right. It was part of my graphing procedure. I was already in there. Now so. I'm going to get DMs from like, <laughs> so many people. That, for people that don't know, <laughs> Greg does an impression of me. I do an impression of Joe. And please don't fucking sort send of. me DMs and try to yell at me and make racial slurs that I supposedly made. All right. Listen, guys, that is our podcast today. Uh, this week, I am in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the Comedy Catch in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Thursday to Sunday. Next week, I am in El Paso, uh, Wednesday Yay. to Sunday at the Comic Strip. We are now doing a dime bar every Monday and Tuesday nights. So Monday night and Tuesday night, uh, the thing was so successful, they gave me Monday nights too. Figure, why not? Uh, maybe spread myself too thin. Maybe not, though. It's like, we'll you know, see. Let, Try it. Fuck it, right? Uh, and also, people, November 10th, I will be at the Cutting Room in New York City. Get your tickets now. I'm headlining the Cutting Room in New York City. Uh, buy tickets be a lot of fun. They're like 15 bucks. Okay, New York City. So if you're going to spend $9,000 on a ticket to the fight, you could do $15 to come see me. Put on an hour show. A lot of fun. Can't wait to meet you guys. You can get an MMA Roast t-shirt. Much what you can get by right now. You can go on MMA Roast, adamhunter.com, get an MMA Roast t-shirt. We got the, the new design up. Uh, and uh, if you like our show, we are on Tip of Fighter, tipofighter.com. 
Adam Hunter. Greg, where are you going to be? Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, headlining all weekend, Friday. One show, two shows, Saturday. I think it's like Friday, I think it's 8.30, and then Saturday it's 7.30 and 9.30, I think is what they are. So go to the website, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club, check that out. And also, right now, I've got my full slate of workshops, uh, which is why I can't do the Dime Bar for a little while. But uh, if you want to learn stand-up, my master class is on video for digital download. Just go to thecomedyinstitute.com, and you can order the video. It's about three and a half hours long, and it'll teach you everything you need to know about the craft of stand-up. And CB, what's your YouTube show? CB's Gold MMA show. Uh, I'll be recording a new episode probably within the next few days or so. As soon as I can get the blood off of the floor uh, where I record it. There's a lot of evidence around. I forgot. Bought the wrong plastic this time. Yeah, it's... And then what do you talk about on the show? I talk about all the latest news and happenings in the MMA world. and Nice. Take Q&A questions and... Then I suck my own dick. <laughs> you suck your own dick on the show? That's right. And now, listen, I'm a trim guy. I'm very proud of my ability <laughs> to fold myself in half and suck my own dick. Not a lot of guys can. Every I can't guy even tries. touch my toes. So. Every guy tries, but yeah, I'm one of the guys that can. It <laughs> takes, takes flexibility and a pretty, pretty nice dick. Have you ever tried to suck your own dick, Greg? Have I ever tried? Of course. Yeah. When yeah. I was like 12, 11, something like that? How did it go? What do you think? <laughs> Would I be here right now if I could suck my own dick? No. Of course not. Okay. Could you, what about you? What happened when you tried? I, I, actually, I actually got the tongue on. Did you really? I did. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you can save that kind of talk for Suicide Letter with Joe Perry. Oh, thank you. I okay, no, I'm that. kidding. You really got the... Oh, my God. You're flexible. Pretty flexible, yeah. Yeah, you got right up there. What about you? Did you ever... No. You didn't taste it? He tasted it. Yeah. <laughs> How many times before you were like, I got to stop uh, doing I, I was. I actually deep throat myself. I actually. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was good. I actually, it was amazing. It was, yeah, it was actually before the podcast today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, uh, uh, where, and then you have a show on iTunes as well, too, right? That's, it's on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. What's it called? CB's Gold MMA show. CB's Gold. CB's Gold. Golden and the Golden Rod shop is Gold. Open. We have the new Golden Gold bars. Gold or Golden Retriever. And, uh, that and, motherfucker uh, on Reseda. Station. That yes. motherfucker on Reseda with the pawn shop run by a dog. Yeah, you saw my fucking idea. Expect a Jewish lawyer. Sponsored by Cuervo Golden Gold. Yes, exactly. And, and of course, Gold Other than that, Nothing going on. Well, thank you guys. Thanks to our guest Paul Bradley, and uh, take care. Have a great week. So much inappropriate shit. No big deal, but I'll be hosting the Dark Horse Tavern tonight.